What's going on, drinking buddies? Real quick, just a word from our sponsors. First and foremost, we are brought to you by our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club. The best damn record of the month club. In fact, every month, Vinyl Me Please sends one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection. Each record is exclusively pressed for Vinyl Me Please. It has features you can't get anywhere else. Bonus tracks, inserts, color variants, and it comes packaged with a 12 by 12 album-inspired art print and custom cocktail pairing. You can't beat it. Awesome vinyl. No commitment required. Comes with a cocktail recipe. What else do you want? You don't like the album they send you? Send it back. They'll let you swap. For whatever reason you want to stop doing it, it's month-to-month. No contract. This isn't like a record club of old. Vinyl Me Please is awesome. If you want to check out Vinyl Me Please, go to www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD. Once again, that is www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD. We are also brought to you this week by our friends at Ghost Tequila. Ghost Tequila is a 100% agave Blanco tequila that is ghost pepper infused. If you're a long-time listener to the show, you have definitely heard me talk about it multiple times. Seriously, guys, it is amazing for spicy margaritas, Bloody Marias, Mexican mules, or just shooting it. I like to take a couple shots before I roll out for the evening. Gets the night going right away. Just mm, that warm buzz. If you're not in one of the lucky states where you can buy Ghost Tequila in stores, go to www.ghosttequila.com and buy yourself a bottle today. You won't regret it. And last but not least, we are brought to you by our friends at Laughable. Laughable is the number one comedy podcast app on iOS. Not only can you subscribe to your favorite performers, your favorite shows, they recommend shows in app. They recommend performers. You could download your episodes and automatically delete them as soon as you're done playing them. If you're on iOS, there is no reason you shouldn't be listening to this on Laughable. It's 100% free, no ads, no nothing. Check it out today. And if you're on Android, go to www.laughable.com. Get on the waiting list. The minute Android comes out, they will let you know. This week's episode is is my friend, adult performer Daisy Ducati. Of course, we talk about drinking and some bad behavior. In addition to that, we talk about Daisy's time at the Lusty Lady and some of the crazy shit she saw working peep shows. In addition, we talk about dropping acid at AVN and a bunch of other rad stuff. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, my friends. By the time you're hearing this, I am getting ready to go to Columbia. Don't worry. I've already edited next week's show. It's set to go, too. So we won't miss a week while I'm out of the country. And if I die, Eric from Meth Syndicate is your new host. Hopefully I don't. I'll see you guys when I get back to the States. Cheers. Drink it up, saying stuff. Doopy doopy doop, bop 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 stuff. Stuff. <laughs>
So, Daisy, welcome. Hello. Uh, Fancy running into you last night. (laughs) Imagine that. This podcast is meant to be for some time, but it was completely a random Hollywood moment. Yeah. Last call last night, like, sitting in the bar, little drunk. Yeah. Look up, see Chaz. Oh, hey. And then you walk up, oh, shit, what's going on? How long have you been there? Because I'd been there all night, and I didn't Uh, see you. I got there a little after one. Oh, okay. I was over at Bar Sinister for their 20th anniversary party. Oh, yeah, that's right. Everybody was coming in with the bags. (laughs) And a bunch of people didn't know what were in the bags. And Chaz informed them about what a lube shooter is. I haven't even looked in my bag, actually. (laughs) Yeah. It, it was a lot like the porn convention get goodie bags. Well, yeah, because it was sponsored by MFC and yeah. altporn.net and Doom's Whiskey. Yeah, some lady tried to give us a bunch of shit out of the bag that we already had. <laughs> like the little bottle openers and the little tiny vibrators. And let's, let's see what's in the swag bag. Ooh, a Bar Sinister 20th anniversary shirt that will never fit me. <laughs> it's cute, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For the audience at home, the sleeves come to about my peck. <laughs> you could wear it on your leg Maybe Or I could just wear it And be like Just stretch it out <laughs> Make for a super comical photo Let's see what else we got in the bag Ooh. Mini vibe Always not useful for me <laughs> Another mini vibe I don't have that many holes I have so many of those Floating around my house And those too <laughs> MFC bottle openers Always useful. Those come in handy. For sure. I'm constantly giving them away to my friends from all the events. MFC that lipstick. lipstick. <laughs> Keeping that. Yeah. Put Gotta go with my tiny hole. shirt. <laughs> MFC sticky phone holder thing? Yes, yeah, like pop dot or whatever. Yeah, MFC pop dot. More MFC sunglasses. Those do come in handy sometimes. Not for me. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm quite blind otherwise. Please, if you see me in person, don't steal my glasses. We won't be friends. But you can be that awesome friend that has extra sunglasses when people need them. True. Very true. Bunch of promo shit for various things. More postcards. Ooh, a three-month membership to the Suicide Girls. All right. I mean, they do have some pretty women over there. That's true. I mean, that's part of the reason I was at Barson last night was to go talk <laughs> talk to one of the suicide girls I knew it was going to be there that I talked to online and hadn't met in person. So, oh. like, hey, hey, <laughs> here's my card. Come do the podcast. Nice. So hopefully that pans out and she doesn't think I was just trying to get into her pants. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> but, you know. But it's, it's professional before sexual. Exactly. Respectful boundaries. Right. Sexual happens. Well, I'm easy. <laughs> but if it doesn't Content is content They seem like pretty girly goodie bags They totally are the <laughs> There's porno- like nothing for dudes in there Other than the beer opener The alt porn awards Were the exact same bags like, yeah. Except with better vibes Yeah Yeah I wasn't there but I heard Well I, I got one of the VIP bags That like had nice. crazy vibes in it Like, cool. like full on real toys Yeah dude I went, to, I went to an AVN house party And they were giving out like the big Hitachi wands and all kinds of real like a battery chargers for your phone and yeah really that, good. that was that shit was in the VIP bag for yeah. the alt porn awards too I'm like okay cool, cool. <laughs> awesome I, can I always use a new vibrator <laughs> I pretty much when female friends and guests came by I was like take your pick 
Yay. I have no use for a, 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 you know, MFC Hitachi. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I could pleasure somebody with it at some point, but it would get much more steady use out of me giving it to a female friend. We took, uh, so Chaz and I took one of our friends who's not in the industry to one of the like random porn event parties. I don't even remember which one it was. And he got one of the goodie bags and he's like really, really square vanilla, like not used to any of it. And he's like, what am I going to do with all this weird shit, all these vibrators and stuff? And I'm like, dude, when a girl comes over, you have a packaged, wrapped, like brand new vibrator you can offer her. And you don't just have one. You have like eight of them. The problem is some dudes are intimidated by like bringing those toys into the bedroom. And they need to get over it. I agree. I agree. (laughs) Like if, if sex could be better, why not make it better? Like. I don't understand. Like, why is that a threat? You're just doing more awesome. <laughs> Stupid male ego thing. Like, yeah, like if it, if there was a way I could make sucking dick better for the dick that I'm sucking, I'm going to do it. Right. 100%. But now dude's in their head like, no, no. If I can't make her come with just, you know, au naturel. Also, like it makes their job easy. Like they don't have to do shit when there's a vibrator involved. Like they can really just, just hang out with you. <laughs> right, exactly. Like... I'm going to watch some TV and I'm going to vibe you. And then, you know, when you're ready to go. Yeah. And like most girls can just keep going. So enjoy. <laughs> right. Because uh, I know in my advanced stage, there's definitely times where like, I am ready to go, but the flesh is not willing. The brain is like, oh, it's party time. Yeah. The flesh is like, dude, you're almost 40. You've popped a couple times already. And like, we've all had those like weird drunk nights too, where you're just like, ah, I'm not that good at sex tonight, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> I've had more than one. I mean, I think that sums up most of my sex life in 2014. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like I had some civilian I hooked up with who described fucking me to her friends like it was like he wanted to be in a porn, but he was bad at it. I'm like, I was so Aww. drunk. I was so drunk. <laughs> she I mean, I, if I was sober, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, it was one of those. Like it was yeah. just kind of like showed up at a house party in Vegas where I was crashing. I came off the plane drunk. Yeah. And just kept drinking. And I literally <laughs> was ducking out of the party to go back to the room I crashed in. Like, I'm calling it a night. I'm drunk. And she's like, do you want some company? I'm like, okay. Fuck it. <laughs> and then it was just like, meh, 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 sorry, yeah. meh. <laughs> it happens, dude. I, I just, you, I had to have an intervention with one of my friends recently because he like, it, it, he went through like a dry spell and then he was like, all right, I'm getting late. And we're like, good, good for you. We'll help you out. Like wingman, whatever. And <laughs> we go out of town for a couple of weeks and find out that he's banged like every weirdo drunk bar fly that hangs out at the bar every night. <laughs> and I'm like, no, dude, that's not how you do it. Like one, those, those don't go away. They're still going to be there tomorrow. If they've been at the bar every night for the last eight years. <laughs> Hell, they may be looking for you now. Yeah, and they all know each other also. And, like, you can do better than that. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. No. I... So, yeah, I had to teach him how to not fish in the toilet, as I call it. <laughs> Every dude's done it. Every dude has gone slumming it. Every... it. It happens. <laughs> but I mean, my, my stupid ass, and, like, in that same environment where I hooked up with that girl, like, yeah. I banged one of the other roommates. And one of their friends. <laughs> You're just making your way around the house? Like, I pretty much banged everyone who hung out in that house. And they 
pretty much all dislike me now because of it. Yeah. I'm like, eh, well, it, it it just makes everything messy. And like, if if you're gonna if you're gonna lower your standards just to like get by, do it outside of your home base. <laughs> I agree. I wholly agree. It literally was. I this is the point where I was traveling all the time, and I would just yeah. come back to Vegas, and that was like the house I, I crashed at when I got there. Yeah. And literally, I'd just come in drunk, and these girls would be like, "So bang?" I'm like, "Oh, okay. All right, we're here." Like, like <laughs> I'm here. I'm drunk. Well, that means I'm I'm horny. So it's, <laughs> it happens. It happens. Uh, <sighs> regretfully so. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure I've said it on air before, or I've definitely jokingly said it in private. Like there are many times in life where I wish I could have an orgasm, and the person who was on the other end just poof disappeared. Disappeared. <laughs> but it doesn't work that way. Nope. They're still there, and sometimes they really don't want to go away. No. No. <laughs> No, they really sometimes don't. Oh, man, that actually <laughs> reminds me of a really awkward threesome I had. Oh, do tell. Oh, do tell. Uh, speaking of fishing in the toilet. <laughs> Did you pull two fish out of the toilet? No. One was my fish. <laughs> okay. And then we met this girl. And she was really cute. She kind of looked like Feruza Bulk, like a young Feruza Bulk. Ooh. She was really, really cute. Never seen her before. Didn't know where the fuck she came from. And I was like, all right, cool. And she was like super interested in talking to me, like not just hanging out as girls, but like extra interested. And I was like, all right, cool. Making the little touchy contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And-, and so like at the end of the night at the bar we were at, I was like, well, we got a hotel room and there's champagne in the fridge. You want to just come drink some champagne? Like, if you invite a girl to your hotel room at two o'clock in the morning to drink champagne, like, there's probably going to be sex things happening. It's like assumed that that's a sex thing. If you invite a girl back to your hotel, at, if you invite anyone back to your hotel room at 2 a.m., right. unless it's there like, hey, I need to take a leak before I hit the and, road. Like, I didn't think I had to like straight up spell it out like, bitch, do you want to bang? <laughs> and so... We get back to the hotel room and like it was super awkward and we just like sat around talking for a couple hours and I'm like, all right, I'm going to have sex whether or not you're here. So <laughs> like, are we going to do this or am I going to bed? Because that, that, there's, there's a reason we invited you here. Right. We want to play with your genitals. Yeah. And I was like trying to be polite and respectful about it and not be creepy. But I'm like, girl, you're in my hotel room. Like. What's the plan? Girl, why you still got pants on? What the <laughs> hell? And then like things got really awkward and she was like going to leave and he went to walk her down to get her Uber or whatever. And then I guess some conversation happened between the hotel room and getting down to the Uber and she changed her mind and wanted to come back. And I was like, all right, cool. Are we going to have sex now? Because <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to have sex tonight, <laughs> whether or not you're here. And so then we like established that everybody involved wanted to have sex and we're like, okay, we're going to do this. And then it was just like, (laughs) uh, man, (laughs) she had just never eaten pussy before. I should not pick up girls at bars. Like she was really, really, really cute and really nice. But like, I just, I could have done better on my own. (laughs) Yeah, but you didn't know. And like, it, both me and my dude were just like, all right, all right, cool. Like, what do you want? Well, 
service you and send you home, I guess. Wow. <laughs> See, most people like write penthouse fantasies about shit like that. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, bye. Like, bye. Because <laughs> I, I still would like to come tonight and you got to leave for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. She was hot, so it's not really like fishing in the toilet so much. If yeah, you invite she her, was super hot. And if you invited her back after that, like for a round two after it was lame, that would be fishing in the no, toilet. No, and <laughs> what was even funnier is we like ran into her on the street, like maybe two months later we just like randomly saw her on the street and i went to wave at her and i don't think she recognized us <laughs> i'm like all right bye <laughs> yeah, she didn't recognize you uh-huh. it's just like oh god oh god that's the couple i oh god because <laughs> she probably has like a dude at home maybe a kid or some shit like yeah and like it's, oh god we just had to go to such great lengths to make sure that this girl like was into it and consenting <laughs> i'm just like i'm over it i'm over it like if you can't just say yeah i want to fuck and then fuck then right leave. it should be an enthusiastic yes like yeah like hey fuck yeah i'm down yeah yeah, like otherwise, like you're taking up time that I could be having sex with my boyfriend and exactly. enjoying the fuck out of myself. Exactly. Yeah, like it's, I went, I went back to the room to get it in. So, uh, mystery woman, you are a horrible person. She's a nice lady, and she's still really cute, and I, I don't necessarily regret it. <laughs> but you wouldn't really endorse a repeat trip. Yeah, no. No, but if I had to leave a Yelp review. <laughs> two stars. <laughs> two stars. It looked nice and clean. Yeah. But the meal was just not so good. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been there. The service wasn't where it should have been. Exactly. <laughs> I was expecting five-star service. Yeah. She barely paid attention to me. I kept having to flag her down for what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, lady, lady, yeah. I'd like my appetizer, please. Yep. <laughs> Fucking Maybe horrible. My standards are high. <laughs> well, you have had a lot of sex. Yeah. And I've fucked a lot of professionals. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> May there be video proof of this somewhere? I mm. think you can Google it. Oh, they definitely can. <laughs> it's all over the internet. Exactly. So maybe maybe you're just, you know, used to like five star. Five star fucking. Yeah, you're just used to five star <laughs> fucking. And she's like, oh shit, my Denny's pussy always used to, you know, everyone used to love my Denny's pussy. Yeah. <laughs> like after the bar when you're drunk, nothing sounds better than Denny's. And I'm sure that like some random bar fly dude that's shit face drunk and high on blow, like would have had a great time hanging out with her. <laughs> well, we're also dudes. We're really easy to please. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I totally get when women get upset when, like, dudes don't get off. Like, yeah, because it's supposed to be really easy. Yeah. I Like, I would I would take offense. <laughs> I, I've definitely not finished before, but that's generally because yeah. I'm really drunk. Yeah. I have the problem of, not, I never have problems getting it up when I'm drunk unless I'm really, really drunk. And at that point, I don't know how you got me to the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. But if you get me to the bedroom over my own, you know, cognizance. Yeah, that's the right word. Yeah. Generally, it's, oh, I can get it up. I want to fuck. And then I just can't finish. It's just like, oh, come on. I want to finish. That's me so frustrating. Oh, it's the worst. 
I, I definitely, there's been times where it's like, went so long, didn't finish, tried to jerk myself off and it just hurt. It's like, <laughs> it's just not going. <laughs> I'm well, so glad I don't have that problem. <laughs> it's like, come on, body. We both want this. Why? Why, Whiskey? You're my best friend. Why would you betray me? <laughs> that bitch, Whiskey. Right. It's like, <laughs> you got me to the dance. You made me witty. You got me to the bedroom. What were we trying to accomplish here? <laughs> but no. No. Just going to leave me with a throbbing erection. <laughs> and a woman who's like, why couldn't I get him off? I, <laughs> like, it's such a hard pitch being like, no, girl, it's me. It's really, it's me. It's not you. You're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. The kind of women who sleep with me regularly are like, sure, sure. I believe you. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Don't, don't at me, please. <laughs> We're serving up some serious tea. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, no. <laughs> so before we jumped on air, you were telling me that you had friends that came to AVN... Uh, this is a horrible segue, apparently. <laughs> oh, man. But, but I wanted to get this story out before we got too far into the yeah. show. No, this story needs to be told. So, I, yeah, I made the mistake of inviting some non-industry friends to AVN that, like, they weren't ready. They just weren't ready. And, like, for me... I've been to AVN a zillion fucking times. I know what I'm getting into. And I I know that it's going to be like intimidating and scary and weird and like predatory. And I have to be on my guard. Like I don't even drink as much as I used to at AVN because I just get so nervous there. And there's just so much going on and so many people that are like out to get me. <laughs> and uh, I had these friends, they showed up tripping on acid. <laughs> Not the place I would recommend doing that. And, uh, I would never <laughs> like acid is something that you have to be extremely careful with your own mind and most human brains are not ready for avian on acid most human brains aren't ready for anywhere near the strip <laughs> on acid yeah like, like Vegas in general is scary but avian is terrifying <laughs> I could, I've never done acid in a casino, but I could just imagine that as a horrible idea. Bling, 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 lights. And, and it's too much going on. And like, the, and there's just too many like professional criminals and like people that are really out to either rob you or like take advantage of you in some way. And like, it's a huge concentration of that. To, to clarify, not in the industry, just hangers by in the casino mm-hmm. that CAVN is, you know. And, uh, every year there's all kinds of stories of people getting dosed, people getting kidnapped, like all kinds of weird shit goes on and it's just no. And so, yeah, they showed up tripping on acid and like couldn't handle it. They were there for five minutes and started puking. <laughs> like, oh, you know, your trip has gone bad. Literally five minutes. <laughs> and they started puking. And so we had to go back to the room and like try to mellow out. And it was just really weird. And like I had shit to do. I hadn't even started drinking for the day. I had just finished my signing shift <laughs> and I was like, my nerves were already on edge from being in a human petting zoo. Wait a minute. You don't drink at the booth? Sometimes, but like, I just, I get too nervous. Like it's just, it, it's a human petting zoo and I like to be like on my A game so I can slap the shit out of somebody <laughs> with really good aim. And 
<laughs> See, this is why you gotta hire a roadie because yeah. that's what the roadie's job is. It's true. It's true. I I don't trust any of my, of my friends to do the slapping for me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but I usually carry some sort of implement when I'm signing, like a cane or a riding crop or something, and that usually does the job. And yeah, so they they were all fully hallucinating and losing their damn minds. And so we went back to the hotel room to try to mellow out. And we realized one of our friends was missing. And at at this point, he had not had any acid, but he had one drink. And we were like, all right, we got to go find this guy. He's kind of like not ready for any of this sober. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, and so we go try to find him and the friends that are tripping disappear. And I guess they went to their hotel room and like them, they can pretty much handle their own business. I trust them to not get kidnapped, (laughs) but this other friend, we needed to find him. And so, uh, yeah, at, at some point we find out that like hours had passed and we couldn't find him. We're like, all right, we still have to like do the things we were supposed to do tonight. Cause I had like meetings and people to go see and shit. And, uh, and so a couple hours went by and we get a phone call from the acid tripping friends and they were like, okay, he's in our hotel room. And he's, ah, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> and, like, I guess they gave him acid and he got dosed. We found out. And like all bad and they could, they like got into it with him and he left and I guess he ended up in the hospital. What kind of horrible friends are like, dude, you're all fucked up. You need this acid to get you straight. Exactly. Like it was just a, it was just an ordeal of a night and I was like, all right, I'm never inviting people to AVN again that haven't been there before. Don't. (laughs) If you haven't been there and you can't handle your own shit, I don't want to be around you that week. Like, no, no, you gotta you gotta ease them in. Take some civilian friends to Exotica. Uh, 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 Th- that's no. at least a safer environment for a convention. Yeah, it is. I I can't even. I've been to a few Exotica conventions and I just don't bother at all. I, I haven't been in a couple of years, though. The one time I brought civilians to Exotica Chicago, literally, they left the convention at the end of it after like partying all night with us and went. Man, you like opened the curtain. You showed us the wizard. Like, I can't watch. Porn's not the same anymore. I'm like, oh, did you mean that like my friends are real people? (laughs) Like, and because they're real people, some of them are flawed people. Like, it's true. And like some people, it it fucks up their whole perspective of the world to like meet the people they jerk off to. (laughs) 100%. I, I, I gotta be honest, like. My time in porn has kind of ruined a lot of porn for me. (laughs) Me too. Because a lot of the people that I used to really get off on, I'm like, oh, oh my goodness. (laughs) No, you're not hot to me anymore. (laughs) Well, for me, even if they are like still physically attractive, I don't jerk off to people I'm friends with. Yeah, it's just it, it creates a little level of awkwardness. Yeah, like the one caveat of that is if I fuck them in real life. It's mm-hmm. like if I've been inside you in real life, I can, you know, I'm jerking off to the memory. It's just, you know, it's a scene in front of me that I'm kind of. Also, like for me, a lot of it has to, if you've ever, like, it's kind of like working in special effects and trying to watch a movie. 
<laughs> like, you know, all the weird behind the scenes stuff that's happening. You know what people are thinking. You know what's fake and what's real. And like, you just know too much to really just get lost in it. You know? Yeah, 100%. It's like, I know she's not having fun in that reverse cowgirl, like, yeah. wide stance. and Yeah, and you know, like, what's playing to the camera and, like, what they were told to do. And it's just, uh, it, it takes some of the magic out of it, for sure. It does. It 100% does. It, it's just like, oh, okay, well. Yeah. And everyone knows, like, when you hook up with performers in real life, it's like, oh, it's nothing like banging on camera. No, not at all. Is that loose? A little bit. I got it. Cool. But yeah, it's it's completely different. And <laughs> well, in my personal experience, most female performers I've hooked up with are just like missionary. They're just like, nah, I've been working like all week. Yeah, that's the other thing is like the the shit that people do on camera is acrobatic. Like it's not it's not natural. It's not normal, and most of the time, it's really uncomfortable. And you have to move yourself in certain positions so the camera can see what's going on. And it's not just it's not just purely fake. It's just that like the camera needs to be able to right. see it. It's about being aesthetically pleasing, not pleasurable. Yeah. And so it the, like half the shit you see in porn just is not going to get someone off in real life. <laughs> right. Right. Like unless you're really masochistic. I mean, I've definitely slept with some people who are. But <laughs> they really like getting fucked in pile driver. Well, I've never done pile driver in real life. I don't have it. Like that doesn't look like it'd be fun for my dick either. Exactly. Like my dick doesn't bend down. It's not supposed to go that way. Right. It's, it's supposed to be erect and up, not yeah, like an S kind of dealy. <laughs> no, that's how you get broken dick. Exactly. Oh man, and so many dudes break their dicks trying. Ah, did you hear about Dennis Rodman? Did he break his dick at the Bruce Willis roast? Dennis Rodman has broken his dick three times. In who? <laughs> I think it was three different girls. Was one of them Carmen Electra? There's, so I forget exactly where I saw this, but there was like an animated thing of him telling the story, and it was really hilarious. <laughs> I want to see if I can find that on Google I'm real sure quick. I'm sure if you just Google Dennis Rodman breaks his dick, <laughs> you'll find it. And I don't feel bad for him because he's a jerk. Have you met Dennis in person? I have not personally met him. However, I do have a really funny story about him. Uh, well, actually, no, I met him at the comedy store once, but kind of in passing. But one time before I moved to Vegas, when I was visiting there to dance with some friends from San Francisco... We all got hired at Sapphire and we were like working the week at Sapphire and I was exhausted towards the end of the week because we'd worked every night that week and, uh, and stripping in Vegas is stressful. And uh, I took one night off and it happened to be the night that Dennis Rodman was making a guest appearance and I was like, no, Dennis Rodman's going to take all the attention. No one's going to make any money. I'm just going to go to the pool tonight and like chill. And so my friends went in and one of my friends is an incredible pole dancer. She like does pole dancing competitions and she's absolutely glorious on the pole. And so Sapphire already has like this weird little tiny stage. It's like the size of this table and (laughs) she's kind of a small person. So it worked out. Okay. Like if I sat with my back to the edge of the pole, my feet would hang off the edge of the stage and that's how small the stage was. And so she's on stage doing her thing, like some really acrobatic stuff on the pole, defying gravity, whatever. And fucking Dennis Rodman just jumps on the stage with her 
she's and she like goes to the floor to do floor work and tries to like maneuver around him and he like steps on her and kicks her off the stage and totally fucks up her money for that stage set because like you know people yeah they make it rain there's 500 girls working at any given night at Sapphire. So there's thousands of customers there. Like it's a busy, huge, huge strip club. So stage tips are actually pretty good. You make like a hundred to 200 bucks at a stage set. Right. And like, he totally fucked up her money, ruined her stage set. And then like tried to high five her about it later. It didn't apologize or anything. He just thought he was the coolest dude. And she was going to want to suck his dick. Cause he was Dennis Rodman. Probably. Cause that's worked before. Oh, man, she was not the one to try that on. She was pissed. Pro tip for any pro athletes who want to jump off on stage, pay the girl who was on stage. Right. Like, you got money. At least tip her. Right. You're a multiple millionaire. If you throw a thousand her way. Like, I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care if you're Oprah fucking Winfrey. If you jump on the goddamn stage with me, you better pay me. Right? Because you're not paying my fucking rent. Yeah, and you're taking my money, literally. Like, I am supposed to be making money right now, and you're taking that away. 100%. I was so so happy I didn't go that night, because I would have lost it. Like, it was already hard enough dancing there. That place was a mess. It was a mess. I've never been a fan of Vegas strip clubs. Me either. And I've tried a bunch of them. Like a couple of the smaller ones were okay. But like I've danced all over the country and Vegas is one of my least favorite places. And it's weird because so much money gets made there, but it just doesn't doesn't work for me. Well, you've got to be like grade A hustler stripper to work those clubs. These girls are mean. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. (laughs) They are mean. Because I definitely went to Vegas as a civilian and ended up in strip clubs. Yeah. And... Oh, just mean, aggressive girls. Scary. <laughs> and years later, once I was in the industry, I ended up in a couple of the strip clubs, and these girls roll up to me and then just aggressive. And I'm like, "Yo, I'm just gonna lay it down to you now. I am not buying a dance." Yeah. Like, but at I, least you're not wasting their time about it. Still got called an asshole a bunch of times about it. I'm like, <laughs> "Girl, I work in the industry. I am only here because some of my boys dragged me here." Yeah. I have no desire to get a dance. You are welcome to sit down and hang, but I'm not going to invite you to waste your time. Yeah. No, it, like the, the hustle there is pretty much like snatch the wallet and laugh. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. No, like I watch girls like just grab dudes like you're coming yeah. with me. There was one time I was dancing at Hustler in Vegas and this girl, she was really hammered. She was giving this dude a $20 lap dance on the main floor and she was doing that thing that strippers do where they put their head in your lap and flip up and put their butt on your face and shake, except she was hammered and she like banged her tailbone and broke this guy's nose. Holy shit. She broke his nose and he was like bleeding all over himself. She continued the dance and then she was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Let me give you another dance. And then she did it again. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Like really hurt this man. If I was that dude, I'd be like, let me see your manager. Yeah, he was. You need pissed. to comp, comp everything. She straight up broke his nose and then did it again. That is ridiculous. I don't know why that dude let her keep, keep dancing. Right. Like, I would have I been over it and out the door. Like, <laughs> I don't like, want anything else from anyone. Tiny lady, off of me. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. No, ugh, no. Vegas strip clubs are not the jam. Except. Here's a good story. <laughs> okay, okay. Back to Avian. Um, I think this was Avian two years ago, I want to say. 
It was not this one, but probably, I don't know, two, maybe three years ago. And it was the night before the award show. I was at the Circle Bar, and it was like 4 a.m. And (laughs) it might have even been later than that. And I was at the Circle Bar, like, trying to figure out if I should call it a night or just push through or whatever, like... You know, you know. I know how it goes. <laughs> I, I'm generally one of those people at it, Circle Bar at 4 a.m. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. Why? Why am I still here? And so uh, th- we were having that conversation, and there's Coolio. I'm gonna stop you real quick, though. Did I tell, tell you this, this story? You told yes, us the story I did tell at you the story. So yeah, yeah. And then the, going to the strip club in Vegas with Coolio was great. Yeah, that I can imagine. If you go back to episode 100. The ABN episode from this year, you can hear Daisy tell that story. And yeah. for, for the audience that's already heard it, we're not going to yeah, fully I'm rehash not, it. I'm not going to rehash it. But yeah, that was that was when I really enjoyed myself at a Vegas strip club. I will admit, I had a lot of fun at Hustler. Yeah. Because, only because, from 4 to 8 p.m. every night is open bar with Jack Daniels. Oh. See, I worked there and I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta have like the Deja Vu membership card. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. It's like the locals membership, but it's open bar for four hours every night. So when I lived nice. in Vegas, I would roll there for the open bar to watch UFC fights. Yeah. Like I'm gonna just drink and I literally would sit at the bar and stare at monitors and yeah. house girls wouldn't even bother me. They'd be like, That dude's they not even looking know. at the floor show. I'm like, Yep. Yeah. Whiskey, more yeah. whiskey. And Hustler fights. Hustler's cute and nice. Like I I had fun working there, it just I wasn't making the money I wanted, you know? But it yeah, was, I feel like Hustler's a little off the beaten path is part of the reason like they don't get as much business as you think they should. Also, like nowadays with stripping in Vegas, like there just isn't the money that used to be there. And most of the girls that are making money stripping in Vegas are doing out calls. Ah. And that's not my jam. And so like I'm old school stripper, like I'll sit and drink your money and talk to you. Right. And there nobody's trying to pay for that in Vegas. No, not when prostitution's readily available. Exactly, and there's a lot of really, really hot hookers in Vegas. Oh, yeah, no. Dozens uh, of them. Half my jam when I used to fly back into Vegas on Friday was like, are hooker or stripper? Who's arriving at the airport? (laughs) Are you just a stripper or are you a hooker? Hmm." Oh, dude. (laughs) Where you go to get the sheriff's card in Vegas? So for people that don't know, when you strip in Vegas or if you bartend or work any sort of like entertainment-related job, Almost anything in Vegas. Yeah, you have to get the sheriff's card. And there's like this special office you go to and they do a background check and you pay 40 bucks and get a card saying that you don't have any warrants pretty much. And uh, (laughs) going there first thing in the morning is the funniest circus of people because it it looks and feels like a DMV, but it's full of strippers and bartenders who are all hung over. (laughs) It's all like really attractive, like fun looking people. That are all hungover as shit, like hoping that they don't have any warrants. I had the mispleasure, pleasure of ABN two years ago, having to drop off Amber Ivy and Draven Star there yeah. on Saturday morning because they were featuring at Hustler as part of the Burning Angel party. Cool. Like, oh my God. Because we had been drinking at the Circle Bar until God knows when the night yeah. before. And I'm a monster who will just be like, yeah, two hours of sleep, whatever. Yeah. And I made Draven give me her hotel room key the night before. Her yeah. and Amber were sta- staying in the same room. I roll up at like 6 o'clock in the morning. Knock, knock, knock. No answer. Knock, knock, knock. No answer. I'm like, this is why I have the key card. Chunk. Let myself <laughs> in. Walk up to Draven. 
Shake, shake, shake. Nothing. <laughs> shake, shake, shake. Nothing. Shake, shake, shake. She rolls up. Slap, slap. Yeah. She rolls over like daggers in her eyes. I'm like, time to go get your card. Like, <laughs> oh. oh. Got her and Amber like in the fucking car. Kicked them out the door there. I'm like, well, have fun with the sea of people. I've done my job and got you here. Goodbye. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, that was a solid for Joanna because you know, Joanna's like, you got to make sure they get their fucking sheriff's cards. I'm yeah, because like, you cannot dance without it in Vegas. I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'll get them there. I'm not sitting there with them while they get it, though. Yeah. <laughs> went back to the Hard Rock, went to Mr. Lucky's, got breakfast, and then totally. to sleep. Nice. But yeah, the, the sheriff's card office is a weird scene. It's so weird. It was comedic. <laughs> it was hilarious. I, I wish you could just roll through there with a microphone and just start interviewing people. Like, mm-hmm. in the morning, like, so where are you in from? <laughs> what are you in Vegas to do? <laughs> what are you in for? <laughs> exactly. What are you in for? Totally. And there's always inevitably somebody who didn't know they had a warrant and gets arrested on the spot, and it's a whole thing. <laughs> Uh, and you don't and like Vegas, they'll arrest you for not paying a traffic ticket. Like they're serious. Oh yeah, they want their fucking money. They're serious. They have no income tax, so they got to get their money other ways. They're getting it. They're one hundred percent getting it. Yeah. I, part of me kind of misses living in Vegas sometimes. A lot of me doesn't. Yeah. See, I live like out in the middle of nowhere in the mountains. I love it. <laughs> like I go to Vegas for groceries. Well, but you know, you're in a happy relationship. Like yeah. being a single dude living in Vegas, it's a different scene. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> it, it's a weird, just a weird vibe. And that place is like built to just take men and eat them. <laughs> See, I'm not worried about that. I'm so jaded to most of that shit. Yeah. Like, seriously, the only way I step foot in a strip club is like if I'm being paid to be there. Yeah. Shout out to Dames and Games, by the way. Thank you. Woohoo! Since- <laughs> Too bad you won't be in town Tuesday. I mean, by the time this airs, it'll be way past it, but I'm hosting Topless Karaoke on Tuesday night. Cool. That sounds like fun. Well, if we... We're probably leaving tomorrow, but... If you end up staying, come on out. I'll get you guys in. We'll have bottle service. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. It does sound fun. Unless, you know, there is a gig that has me at a strip club, I generally don't step foot in them. Yeah. I don't consider Jumbo's Clown Room a strip club. Oh, Jumbo's is great. Yeah, Jumbo's is a dive bar. Although... I went there for one of my friend's birthdays and I was trying to buy her a lap dance and the girl was really cute. She picked out who she wanted and everything. And I was like, all right, I'll go get her. And like, I've worked in a lot of strip clubs. If you're that hard to find for a dance, like you're doing it wrong. But not many people (laughs) buy dances at Jumbo. Yeah. And when I found her, she was like, oh, I don't know if we really do that. And I was like, well, do you want this money to go sit on my hot lady friend's lap? (laughs) Like, she's not going to grope you. (laughs) Do you you want this? Here's here's 50 bucks. Right. Like, take the money. Because there's that little seat in the back corner that's technically where the lap dances happen. Yeah. And like, I I wasn't asking her to do anything weird, just like a regular old fashioned lap dance. Like, ye old timey lap dance. Yeah. But uh, 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 I, I like lap dances. <laughs> oh, I like them too. I also like to have orgasms, and yeah. I don't like to pay to have my dick teased. Yeah. See, I I don't know. I, maybe it's just because I've spent so much of my life in strip clubs. <laughs> like I really enjoy the circus of it, in a like not getting sex kind of way. Well, that's the thing. It's a very different experience being a woman in a strip club. Yeah. 
Like, you're safe, essentially. Little do they know that you're not safe, but, <laughs> but in their mind, they think you're safe. Totally. And then they find out who the fuck I am, and they're like, oh, shit, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Let me exactly. pick your brain. I am just some dude. I am some Mark. And <laughs> it's like, no, 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 lady. Uh, I'm not some Mark, and I really don't care. Yeah. Like, I have... I'm not the guy who's like, I'm going to strip club to try to pick up a girl. Like, No, terrible idea. I know. Worst plan. But how many dudes have that in their mind? No, like the only reasons to go to strip clubs are to drink, party, get attention. <laughs> like that's the main reason that people should be going to a strip club is to get attention. Believe it or not, for someone who's you know, broadcasting their bullshit to the internet. I'm not that star for attention. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, the average person like doesn't need that kind of attention. But like if you're bored and alone or whatever, like you just want to fucking drink and hang out with a hot girl and she'll rub her boobs on you. Like it's fun. Sure. <laughs> sure. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just an old jaded man, but yeah, I don't care about tits unless I get to actually like play with them for reals. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just like boobies. Right. Well, I love tits too, but it's like if those aren't going in my mouth and then we're proceeding from there, I don't care. Yeah. Don't lick the boobs. Uh, I can't tell you how many strip club customers I've seen trying to lick strippers tits. And like the first thought that comes to mind is didn't you just see her rolling around on the floor all sweaty and gross? Come on. How many dudes are into that? And like, how many other dudes tonight have tried to lick that same boob? <laughs> right? It's a no. great way to get, yo, know, AVN plague. Oh, a, a friend of mine in San Francisco used to always call him out for it. And she would look them dead in their face and say, oh, don't do that. My boyfriend came there earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's so good. But the worst. Oh, so one of my first sex work jobs, I worked at the Lusty Lady in San Francisco, which is a peep show. It, it doesn't exist anymore, but it was, it was a glorious place, unionized co-op, like really awesome place. But a peep show is a strange environment. Uh, there were dudes, like everybody's into something <laughs> and there's something for everybody. And I saw it all there. But one of the things, grossest things that i saw people would try to lick the glass at the peep show and like there's dudes that make a point of jizzing on the glass because they feel like they're jizzing on you because they're jerking off in a booth and they feel private they can see us we can see them and that's all they see and they don't see the eight other guys around them also jerking off <laughs> and like it's the world's lamest bukkake scene it's and like yeah there's dudes that come through and like wipe up after and that's their job but like i I don't trust those dudes with my hygiene (laughs) no no not so much and there were so many guys that would get so excited they they looked like a dog licking a window like (laughs) 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 now whenever i want to like fuck with anybody that i used to work with there i'll send them a gif of there's like this gif of a fox licking a window and oh, that, that's so grody. It doesn't even need context. I'll just send it to them and they know exactly what I'm talking about. Holy fuck. That is a way to kill someone's boner. Like, oh, <laughs> oh you, want, you want to hear the real boner killer? Of course. 
I'm sure the audience does too. One of the most interesting things that we would see there is that actually one of our regulars had a thing for Barbies. And uh, what he would do is he would take a bunch of Barbies, pop the heads off, and string them together by the hair. So it would be a string of Barbie heads, and he'd shove them up his ass, his unwashed, not enemaed ass, and stuff all these gnarly, nappy-headed Barbie heads <laughs> up his ass and pull them out all yuck. <laughs> and that was his jam. To each their own? <laughs> I mean, the real hero of this story is the guy who has to clean up after him. Yeah. Now, yeah. the question is, did he leave the Barbie heads behind or did he take them and reuse them? I'm pretty sure he took them with him. I don't know if he he had different Barbie heads every time or if it was the same ones. And, like, I don't know if he just, like, stuffed them in his pocket when he was... Usually the window closes and then they leave. So I don't get to see what happens after the window closes. So I don't... I want to know, though. That's a good question. <laughs> Man, there's some Toys R Us employee who was super weirded out in those days. Like... Why is this guy coming in buying Barbies? <laughs> so many Barbies. So many Barbies. Oh, and there was the other guy that used to sound himself with pipe cleaners and pencils. <laughs> and for those that don't know, sounding is when you stuff something in your urethra. In your yeah. pee hole. And yeah, and he would stuff pencils in there and then intentionally break them. And that was that was how he got off. <laughs> Someone should have notified the authorities about that man, because that guy is a serial killer. Uh, yeah, there was some, we saw some shit. Like, the lusty lady prepared me for just about anything. That's why, like, nothing phases me when it comes to porn and camming and all that, because I'm like, I've already seen it all, guys, up close with a window between us. <laughs> and to be fair, I'm not actually kink shaming that dude, but that's one of those I just can't wrap my brain around. It's just, it's not, that's not safe. I'm going to go ahead and say that's not safe. But it's his body. It's his choice. If he wants to do something yeah. that isn't safe. But it's unsanitary his... and unsafe, and he would injure himself intentionally. Guess what? If you injure yourself intentionally, and that's your thing, your body, man, your choice. Yeah. I, I, I'm not into it. I can't wrap my brain around it, but... And I'll still take a dollar a minute to watch it. <laughs> you're, you're a better person than me. I'd be like... <laughs> Yeah, where's the emergency close the window button? Uh. <laughs> there was one of those, but no. Uh, he, he, you know what? Like, I think that job also helped me, like, remove my own sexual interest from my work type of sex things that I do. So, like, a lot of times I can just like watch and be fascinated and like not have to be into it. <laughs> you're like this is purely scientific yeah like i'm just i'm really just interested to see what's gonna happen here <laughs> and it's made me so much better at skype shows because i'm like i don't care what's going on i just want to see <laughs> i don't know man I, uh, <laughs> sounding like sounding in general is just one of those things like i can't wrap my brain around like i'm old enough to experience like a gonorrhea test where they had to q-tip your dick and it's literally <sighs> one of the most unpleasant experiences of my <sighs> life yeah. I mean, it, for a while there, I, to be fair, was only having protected sex at the time, but I would only go get an HIV test at that point because... Yeah, you're I'm just like, like, fuck it. Fuck I'll it. Know. Like, <laughs> like, 
gonorrhea, I'll have symptoms, even though I didn't realize at the time that like both gonorrhea and chlamydia can be very asymptomatic. Yep. But thankfully, no dirty dick there. But Well, now if you go through talent testing, they don't have to do the Q-tip thing. Oh, no, no. The, I mean, this is <laughs> the 90s. Yeah, they don't have to do the Q-tip thing anymore. Oh, so. yeah, and that's why I get tested regularly now. But yeah. in my, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s, you know, I grew up in the era when like, they just convinced you you were gonna get AIDS. Like you, you fuck raw, you're getting AIDS. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I probably had sex with like ten, fifteen different people before I ever like intentionally raw dog somebody. Yeah, like I had condoms break with a couple girlfriends, but like it was a committed relationship. Whatever. Yeah, she didn't get pregnant. And life was good. You probably dodged a couple of bullets along the way. Oh, no, I definitely. <laughs> 100. Being smart. 1,000% dodged a couple <laughs> bullets. And, but yeah, I did Still th- kid free. As far as I know, <laughs> none I pay for. Um, you know, but the, I did like the full, the full spectrum test the one time and I'm just like, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'll just go. Keep getting HIV tested and <laughs> like whatever they can get from blood blood testing, I'll do that. Yeah. Like, and I hate needles. I fucking hate needles. Yeah. But I'm like, I'll do that. Q-tip in my dick again? No. Because not only is it miserable when it goes in, the next couple times you piss fucking hurt too. Yeah. The Q-tips aren't supposed to go in there. No. No, they're not. That's not where they go. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, I'm they're so glad they don't have to do that anymore. Me too. Me too. I mean, even they stopped doing that, like, in those days. Like, a couple of years later, I rolled in. They're like, do you want the full spectrum? I'm like, not if you're going to Q-tip my dick. Like, I was just flat out about it. Like, if you're yeah. Q-tiping my dick, no, I'm, I'm good with state HIV. They're like, oh, no, we don't do that anymore unless you're having discharge. I'm like, oh, I'll pee in a cup. Yeah. yeah. No problem. Yeah. Like. Duh. <laughs> was that mildly irresponsible of me? Probably. <laughs> but. I did it. I did it because, you know, I value my dick hole. Yeah. Ugh. That reminds me of, so I've done some sounding on other people. Well, yeah, you and, don't have a dick hole. <laughs> uh, and th- from my understanding, if it's something like smooth that's meant for that, it usually should feel pleasurable. It shouldn't hurt. And when I was researching how to do this, like I was, I was getting trained by people and then I was like looking up videos online to see, just to kind of le- learn as much as I could about it before I actually did it to somebody. And one of the videos I came across, I can't remember where I found it, but it was this like big hairy bear guy. And like all the sounding stuff I could find was all gay porn. (laughs) And it was this big hairy bear guy. And he was sounding himself with rebar. I... Like, I could still cringe thinking about it. Like, it was it was huge. It was a huge gauge, and it had the really rough ridges, and it just looked so unpleasant. That cannot be good for your insides. No, and his pee hole was so big. It was so big. It was... It, uh, the mental image will not go away. Like, my eyes are watering up thinking about it. Yeah, that that that's that's pretty fucking bad. On a slight tangent on that, when you talk about the size of the pee hole, one thing I've gotten self conscious, a little self conscious about in porn recently <laughs> is like everyone's pee hole looks bigger than mine. Like I, huh. I'm just like 
Man, do I have a narrow urethra? Is that why I've never gotten anyone pregnant? You gotta start stretching it. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. But I, I'm just I'm looking at like some of the male performers' urethras. I know, that's so weird. Like, I'm <laughs> watching porn, like, man, his, like, his, your, your, his, you know, his urethra looks. There's a lot of boys floating around the industry that are into a lot of things they don't talk about. This is true. <laughs> this is very true. Maybe I have a very perfectly, perfect urethra. I mean, I'm. But so I wouldn't be surprised if like half the industry's into sounding and they just don't talk about it. Fair like, enough. It wouldn't well, surprise me at all. I mean, I'm friends with a bunch of male talent. I feel like it would come up in conversation at some point. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Is that a little weird? Like, I, yeah, you have a much bigger dick than me. I don't care. I'm like, is my urethra narrow? <laughs> no, they're probably sounding and just not talking about it. Like, I, I can tell you for sure I have lost count of the number of porn boys that randomly confess to me that they like anal fisting <laughs> so that doesn't surprise me and so like i would not be surprised at all if the, the, they just all like sounding mark my words next male talent i have on here i am going to ask him if he's secretly into sounding <laughs> audience Do at it. home i want to know audience at home <laughs> hold me to this next time you hear male talent on on air yeah. i'm just gonna out of the blue be like by the way are you into sounding <laughs> You might be surprised at the answer. I hope I am. Because <laughs> I, I want to dive into it. Like, I want to talk to someone who's into it and, like, try to wrap my brain around it Because that's one of those things, like, just can't wrap my brain around being into. Yeah. Like, I've gotten fucking lotion too close to my dick hole and it hurts. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, it, it's possible to do sounding on women and I've just never even considered that an option. Like, I've done a lot of weird shit to my body. <laughs> That sounds like it's like a minor surgery. It's like hunting around in there for your, you know. Also, like you have to be super careful and not get an infection. Like a lot of people don't realize you have to be like medically sanitized. And everything has to be like hospital level of sanitation because it's, they're pretty much going inside your body into an orifice that's not supposed to have things inside of it. I mean, for fuck's sake, dicks can get you infections. Yeah. And dicks are supposed to go in. Yeah, and so like it, 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 you have to use surgical lube and like have your tools super sanitized and wear gloves and like I see all these porns of people just like bare hands, regular lube, and I'm like, you're gonna get a UTI, a really fucking bad one. <laughs> not worth it. Like it's not worth it on both levels. On one level, like surgical lube and gloves, I'm sure is someone's kink, but it's not sexy to me. Yeah. Like, flap, flap. <laughs> all right, baby, let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not my scene. I like it. <laughs> well, good for you. Shit, enjoy. But <laughs> like, I'm not but, here to kink shame most people. Yeah, the sounding people maybe a little, just a little, <laughs> maybe a little. Just, just a little. <laughs> just don't but, use pencils or rebar. <laughs> right? And you're good. Uh, <laughs> I just the first person, <laughs> the first person who decided to do sounding. Is like the first person who decided to eat a lobster. It's like, who's the person who saw that and went, yeah, I could eat that fucking giant cock- sea cockroach. <laughs> Let's shove some shit in our pee hole. Right. That is the same kind of crazy adventurer. Like, <laughs> I'm fairly adventurous. I'm not that adventurous. I mean, so some of the people that I've talked to that are into it, it's like, it started out as like a childhood fascination like how a lot of girls like shove stuff up their butt and it's not necessarily a sex thing. They're just like playing around and then it like develops as they get older and they're like, oh, I can do this safely and not get beans stuck in my pee hole. 
<laughs> uh, all right. I mean, some people have very different childhoods than I do. Did yeah, I do. I'm I'm still a child. <laughs> I'm just a child in a man's body. You're just a child with an ID. <laughs> exactly. The beard glue it on this morning. <laughs> See, no one Man. thought to question me when it was going gray. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> gray one's on. Gotta switch it up. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It also might be because it did start in the gay community that the gay community fucks so much. They're just like they're like Hugh Hefner. Like they just fuck so much they got bored. Yeah. Like I gotta spice this shit up. (laughs) I fuck so much that regular sex is boring. I've said this. I'm sure I've said this on air too. Like I don't understand how the gay community gets anything done with two dudes. (laughs) Like so, I get to fuck someone with the same sex drive as me. (laughs) How are we getting anything done? Like. Gay community, please explain to me how you guys have so much time to be fabulous. How are you not just fucking constantly? When I lived in San Francisco for a little while, I worked like right in the middle of the Castro district. And, oh man, there was a lot of uh, (laughs) sex stuff going on. And I was like the one girl that worked in the whole neighborhood. (laughs) And I was like everybody's little sister because I was like 18. And... Uh, <laughs> like I felt like I was constantly being sheltered from some of the shit that was going on and then finally I was like hey guys I'm a pervert too I'm just not gonna fuck you and you're not gonna fuck me so we can talk about it and like I started getting brought out to crazy gay bars when I was super underage and like there's one bar in San Francisco that I actually brought my mom to it was really funny it's called Powerhouse and <laughs> there's like filthy gay porn all over the place like really filthy gay porn and there's like these murals of like greek gods fucking each other all the way around the whole room and like dudes actually get blowjobs in the back and it's like the old school like filthy disgusting gay bar and i loved it and like a couple of my friends bartended there and i'd fucking hang out and like play pool and just do whatever because like i'm a girl in a filthy gay bar i can do whatever i want and no one's gonna bother me as long as I don't bother anybody else. And right, like, like if you whipped your tits out, they'd be like, put those away. Right, <laughs> like I would fucking squat over a urinal with the door open and no one would even look at me. <laughs> I'm sure some dude's like, oh, gross. Yeah, like it was it was no big deal. <laughs> I brought my mom to this bar when she came to visit. It was so funny. And my mom's, she's a big lady. Like I'm the tiny person in my family. So for those that don't know, I'm 5'9", and I'm the smallest person in my family. Oh, shit. And, like, my mom's 6'2", stocky with, like, giant tits, and she's just a big lady. And she constantly gets mistaken for a drag queen because she's just so big and, like, she's stocky. And she forgot to bring a coat. So it was San Francisco, which is always cold. And the only coat that I had that would fit her was this, like, big, crazy, like, Burning Man purple faux fur with glitter type crazy shit. And so I was like, Mom, we're going to the gay bar. Put this on. <laughs> oh, yeah. She won't be mistaken for a drag queen at all. <laughs> and it was the only thing I had that would fit her because she's huge with huge tits. And I'm not that big. And, uh, and it was warm. <laughs> and dudes were like constantly trying to buy this jacket off of my mother. <laughs> she yeah. was like making friends with everybody. It was so funny. Yeah, I'm sure so Muppet funny. Fur is really warm. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> 
but I had to like yell at this guy and be like, dude, you're not sending my mom out into the cold for any amount of money. Like it's 40 degrees out. Unless you're going to give her a coat to wear, you can't have it. <laughs> like, no, dude. It was a really nice coat. I miss what, it. What happened to it? Well, so, your mom I, sold it. I didn't wear it very often because it was really big and kind of scratchy. And so when I got my dog, uh, my first dog, Patrick, he's a little guy. He's a Jack Russell dash hound mix. And I didn't have a bed for him the first day. So I just like folded the coat up into a little dog bed. And that was his bed for a while. And then it just started smelling like dog and you can't wash it. Oh. And so it had to go eventually. Boo. But he liked it. <laughs> he had the most fabulous little prince bed. <laughs> By the way, for those of you who are listening out there, you should go follow my dogs on Instagram, Fur Baby Boys. They're the cutest, and I love them. Aww. <laughs> I was posting way too many pictures of them on my Instagram, and my fans were getting upset, so they got their own. Fair enough, fair enough. They're, They're like, adorable. It's like, no, we, we're here for you. Know, you. We want to see. Yeah, they want to see tits and ass. They don't want to see like my dogs holding my hand. Right. Like, <laughs> heaven forbid you be a person. <laughs> no. Heaven forbid. Be like, a sex object only. <laughs> only sex. I'm just a robot here for the sounding. Not for the sounding. <laughs> Not for the sounding. Anything but the sounding. I'm doing research. <laughs> for the aliens, reptilians. Oh my god, maybe it's not anal probes. Maybe it's just sounding probes. Ah! <laughs> like, has anyone cracked open a sounding rod to make sure there's not transmitting to the aliens through it? <laughs> it's collecting all the information right, through your pee hole. Through, through, oh, <laughs> see? We cracked the code. Voila. <laughs> Fucking crafty aliens. Yeah. I saw a UFO the other day. Like okay. a real one. Break, break this down. Like you can't just throw that out there. And just be like, Speaking of aliens, you can't just throw that out there and be like, "Yeah, I saw an alien." By the way, strip clubs. <laughs> so I, like I said, I live out in the middle of nowhere in Nevada, and uh, a lot of weird alien shit ha- is known to happen out there. And I was driving home one day. It's like dark road, nothing around. You can't even. There's like a mountain between me and Vegas, so you can't even see the lights from Vegas. It's just super dark. And uh, there was a light. And at first I thought it was a plane. There was a light up in the sky, but it was really bright. And it was blinking kind of weird, like in a weird pattern. It wasn't like rhythmic plane blinking. It was blinking like weird distress blinking. And it just suddenly fell out of the sky. Like it descended super quickly. And I was like, maybe it was a helicopter. Sure, it wasn't someone's drone? No, it was too high up. It Like it wasn't... Some of those drones get fucking high. Yeah. I don't know, man. But the, the And the way it fell, like it just kind of dropped out of the sky. It was real weird. That could have easily been someone's drone that like got out of range of the controls. That's true. Like, oh, it's no. Still input. an unidentified flying object. Very true. <laughs> Very true. Because I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was like flying over my town super high up and just dropped out of the sky and I never heard anything about it. I mean, Nellis Air Force Base is not too far from there. Yeah, it's true. They could be running some weird shot in Nellis. Some weird shit. They were going to hell- <laughs> They were going to hellfire your fucking house. Like they're like we're taking out Daisy yeah. Ducati. She's on the kill list. <laughs> they're watching us. Well, of watching course they're watching sound us. People. <laughs> 
So how much money would it take for you to sound the president? Mm, I'd do that for free as long as I can use rebar. <laughs> so what kind of weird do what kind of weird kink do you think Donald's into? Well, we know he likes pee. Well, um, allegedly he likes pee. He likes pee. We'll just put that out there. <laughs> allegedly he likes pee. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like he's probably gotten to the point where he doesn't even have sex anymore. He just like makes people do weird shit and he watches. Like, I don't know, man. Hef was fucking until like the day he died. But uh, mm, I like I feel like Donald Trump is the kind that like he'll hire a bunch of girls and there'll be costumes laid out on the bed like weird shit and he'll have them chase each other with lightsabers and like <laughs> throw food at each other and sit on cakes. Like I feel like he just orchestrates weird shit and watches it happen. Could like, be. That's my best guess. I mean, that's kind of what he's doing with America. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Once again, don't at me. Don't at me. <laughs> don't at me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't... Mm, I don't know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, when you've been that rich for that long, I mean, like, not the president, not just the president, like, anyone who's been that rich that long, I just imagine it's into weird shit. Yeah. I would, I would hire girls to run around in costumes and shove lightsabers up each other's asses. <laughs> See, and that's what's fucked up with America right now. Is that like these dudes have to be ashamed of that? Like, <laughs> seriously, you got all the money and the power. Just let your freak flag fly. Be like, yep, yeah. that's what I'm into. Yeah, totally. Sit on a cake for me. All right. Fart into it. <laughs> But that's, I, I do that now, except people pay me to make them do it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Poor Chaz has to sit through some of my night flirt calls sometimes. <laughs> Is he, like, just biting his hand? Like- because, like, sometimes I forget to turn it off. And when a call comes, like, I, I want to answer it. Because, one, I, I'm it's morbidly curious. <laughs> What the fuck's going to come through this time? And two, like, I like money. So... <laughs> So if I can, I'm going to answer it. And there have been times we've been like on road trips and we're stuck close quarters in the car together. And he's listening to me like yell at someone about shoving his son's birthday cake up his ass, (laughs) which is a real conversation I've had for money. I was not (laughs) doubting it in the least bit. Like there was no skepticism at all. I'm like, yep. And like, it's just the, the shit that he's had to sit through in here and like not laugh is the hard part. Like he can't laugh because it ruins the whole thing if there's somebody in the background laughing. Right. And like, it's supposed to be an intimate <laughs> moment bef- between you and the dude. Yeah. Somewhere on the internet, there's a picture. I was getting my hair done. So Denali Winter is a performer who used to dye my hair when I lived in San Francisco. And I was getting my hair done. I was in like, uh, you know those moo-moos with the bikini body? Yeah, yeah. I was in like a bikini body moo-moo. My hair was all fucking crazy. like Because <laughs> I, I was in the middle of getting it dyed bright red. And I had like bright red hair dye smeared all over my face and arms. And like, I, and I had like a bottle of champagne in my hand. I was drinking out of the bottle, like just chilling, having homey time getting my hair dyed. And I had like zombie slippers on. And I get a night flirt call, and I'm like, 
telling this dude I'm going to take him to a glory hole and cover him like a glazed donut and like all this really disgusting shit. <laughs> like Denali's having to listen to it. And Denali does the same shit. So like it's not new. Right. <laughs> but like trying not to laugh is the hardest part. It's the hardest part. And so for any dudes out there who are like, I want to date a sex worker. This is the kind of stuff you have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the weird shit. The weird shit. Especially like the, the, the girls out there like me that mostly do the weird shit. Like people don't just call me for regular phone sex. I Regular phone sex is boring. Yeah. Like either they want to just chit chat and be homies, which is I think is the strangest. <laughs> I don't think it's strange. I think it's kind of sad. Like, I, like I, I think it's cool that there is a platform where people can just like reach out to their favorite stars and just chat them up. Like I actually think that's like I would love to just be able to call a random celebrity I look up to and be like, "Hey, what's up? Let's talk." Yeah, but there's something weird about paying dollars a minute to do it. <laughs> I don't complain at all. Well, obviously, <laughs> rent don't pay itself. Exactly. But on the other hand, it's like, do you really like? Is there anyone you've ever talked to in one of those situations where you're like, man, if they weren't paying me, I would totally be this dude's homie? Mm, yeah, like some of them are really nice. And some, some of my fans I actually have ended up hanging out with in situations like Avian, where I'm like, okay, I know, vaguely know this person. Like I've met them and they're super chill. We're going to like have a drink together and just hang out. And like conventions provide the safer kind of environment for that. Definitely. And so... Like, that does happen. But that's, like, one step above an acquaintance. Yeah. But then, like, there's also the guys where I'm like, if there weren't a phone between us, I would not be talking to you. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm like, sure. Sometimes it gets super creepy. And, <laughs> like, I, I'm, I've been doing this long enough where I'm smart and I won't hang up on you. <laughs> so if I get creeped out, I'll just set the phone down and let you keep talking. <laughs> Right? Mute's a beautiful thing. And the thing is, like, some people think they can, like, trick me into hanging up first because they don't have to pay for the full time if I hang up first. But since they prepaid for it, if I don't hang up and they hang up, then they have to pay for the full time that they prepaid for. So (laughs) I'll just set the phone down and walk away and let them babble on to their heart's content. (laughs) If I'm upset at them and <laughs> that's their fault for being rude. I agree. I agree. That, yeah, I, I could, <laughs> I'm not going to give you your money back for being rude. <laughs> nor should you. Nor should you. No. I, it's just one of those things. I, as I said, I just can't wrap my head around that either. I've never been in, you know, everyone's been through lonely places in their life. Everyone. You got to be real lonely to pay to be rude to somebody. Right. Like. <laughs> As I said, I've been in some lonely places. Everyone has. I've never been in that lonely of a place. Yeah. Like, I've never been in such a lonely place where, like, man, I would pay $5 a minute to just talk to a woman. Like, there are definitely... I've had a couple of situations where I've considered calling other sex workers just to be like, okay, I don't know how to get in touch with you, and this seems like a respectful way to do it, but... They don't have a Twitter? Yeah, but, uh, like, especially if I'm asking for advice on something, like, uh, so I sometimes get a little put off when other sex workers that I don't know, like, bombard me with 
questions about work stuff and it's, I, it's all about how you go about it like i if i were in that situation i'd be like i'd at you and be like hey can i dm you about something yeah and if you don't answer i'd be like and well. like most of the times i'm totally down to help other people out and give them advice but sometimes people want me to like spell everything out and do their job for them and i'm not gonna do that and so like if i want to know like specific information about how to do something or like how somebody got something that I want then I would consider paying them for their time on like helping me work fair enough fair enough but that's not a lonely place yeah that's a you know that's business exactly (laughs) exactly there's a major difference there but like that's the reason I've like I have uh I have worked for other sex workers to learn also. Like when I first started, when I used to do domination sessions, I worked as a personal assistant for a dominatrix in exchange for training. And that's traditional. Yeah. And so like that, I would consider my time payment because I worked. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with, and there's nothing wrong with these dudes paying you. It's just one of those things like I can't wrap my brain around. Yeah. There are plenty of things that other people do that there's no shame in it. I just can't wrap my brain around it. What I don't understand is how the phone sex game is so alive and well with the advent of private Skype shows. Because I don't charge much more for a Skype show than I do for a phone call. And I still, like, I make a good chunk of money on phone calls and, like, texting also. And I'm like, you know, you can just Skype me and we can do like the full thing. I would imagine maybe some of the dudes aren't as tech savvy and they just don't have a laptop to yeah. Skype. Or... And a lot of them don't want to be seen also. Right. Like they, they want to hide their shame. Mm-hmm. And like the other thing that I had to learn about phone sex through experience is that uh, I like you can say literally anything because they don't have to you don't have to prove anything they don't have to prove anything it's just words there's nothing visual there's no visual element to it so if i'm like i'm gonna shove my arm up your ass until it comes out of your mouth like i can say that and it it, it, it can feel real at that moment just like in a podcast oh god daisy take your (laughs) no stop no i'm not i don't consent to this i don't consent to this oh okay maybe i consent to this now oh wow i've never had my prostate Whoa, okay. Squeeze like a grapefruit. <laughs> I, I'm sorry I didn't prep for you. Oh, oh yeah, we're going to have to pause for Daisy to clean her hands. <laughs> that was really quick. So, like, yeah, with phone stuff, like, I can really go in on people and say all kinds of crazy things, and they can say all kinds of crazy things and not actually have to be doing them. It could be pure fantasy. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm wearing the sexiest Victoria's Secret lingerie right now, like, as you're in your onesie. Most of the time I'm in my onesie. Like, or... Nothing, or like I'm sitting in the car next to my boyfriend in yoga pants and a t-shirt. Like, but they don't want to know that, and that's not what they're paying to know. Exactly, they are paying for the fantasy. I mean, that's what the whole sex biz is about—is paying for the fantasy. I mean, that's part of the reason. Like, personally, I'm not into prostitution for me because it feels too transactional. Yeah. Like, I, I totally get. Like the dude who's super well to do, super busy, and is just like, no, I, I want to get a nut off. Here's your money. Yeah, and I think I think for a lot of people, it just 
replaces or augments their masturbation <laughs> like it's just a thing they do just to, like get off and get by well yeah 100 percent. like if you've got the money and you're just like i could jerk off or for what i consider to be an insignificant amount of money you could i could essentially jerk off inside you yeah exactly but like it's just i don't like people enough <laughs> it's really my stance on it <laughs> Like, I have a lot of friends that do private calls and things like that. And I just, like, I am not a customer service person. (laughs) And, like, even when I was a sessioning dominatrix, I just, like, did not feel like dealing with people's in-person bullshit. Makes perfect sense. And, like, in a strip club, I can deal with it because the transactions are quick and short. And I'm dealing with you for maybe an hour. And I don't have to exchange a zillion emails. And we're sitting around drinking. And if we're some source, you can get the man with no neck to throw that motherfucker out. Exactly. And, but like, I am not trying to sit and exchange a bunch of emails and waste a bunch of time before you've even paid me and then like have to meet up with you and like worry about getting in trouble and like all this and worry about if I'm safe. Like, no, just call me. <laughs> well, and that's why more people should go work brothels. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious. I, like, I, since I live in Nevada, I really want to go to one of the... Like, I don't want to actually make, bang anybody. I'll make it happen for you. A friend of mine manages the alien cat house. <gasps> Can I just, like, go have a drink and, yeah. like, hang out? Yeah, 100%. And just, like, I'll make talk it to people? Like, would, that, would, that be, would I be wasting people's time? Would that be weird? I'll put you in contact with him. Okay. And, like, when we get off air, I'll give you his number, and yeah. we'll make that happen. Yeah, I'm, maybe I'll... You know what? Maybe I can have Chaz interview somebody for his podcast, <laughs> and then we could go hang out and have a drink. All right, all right, yeah. I, yeah, because I want, I want to know. Like, I just want to see behind the curtain, you know? Well, you should uh, talk to Charlotte. She just did a yeah. trip out there. Yeah, 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 I saw that. Yeah, she really liked it. Like, I helped her set that up, so. Yeah, I've talked to a couple of girls that have worked some of the brothels, and they seem to like it okay. They charge a lot of fucking money. Yeah, but. But they're making a bunch of money. They're making a bunch of money. And Especially if it, you're as popular as Charlotte. Right. And on top of it, it's 100% legal. Mm-hmm. It's safe. Mm-hmm. You know, there's Everybody's no risk involved. Everybody's getting constantly tested. And like, yeah, they're yeah. tested more than performers are. Yeah. Don't it's, they get tested once a week? Yeah, it's once a week. Yeah. So it's super safe. It's super clean. Like, and yeah. dudes that go to the brothels are expecting to pay that money. Exactly. It's not like a strip club where they're going to window shop. Like... The, the, they know why they're there. They right. know why they're there. It's like everyone knows why we're here. I'm, I, I know how much this is going to cost. I brought my wad. Yeah. You planned for it. See, I no, like that. My buddy was like, no, people plan vacations around when popular girls are at the brothel. Like, That's awesome. He told me. <laughs> I don't know if Charlotte even knows this. He told me when they started advertising the Charlotte was going to be there, some dude in Texas just packed up his truck and drove up there. I believe it, dude. If if I were a random fan who had not already had sex with Charlotte, I'd be fucking stoked. <laughs> You're like, what? What? <laughs> that that's a thing? Yeah, <laughs> like you can just go bang her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I I get it. I get it too. And I get like, it. I don't know why more performers, more sex workers aren't doing it. Yeah. Yeah, like if I were going to do in-person stuff, I think that would be a good way to do it. But I just, I don't like people. I don't like touching them. I don't like talking to them. <laughs> like I want to take my money and run. Fair enough. But the thing about it is if you don't like a dude, 
with the brothel, you 100% sent your own rate. Yeah. So you'd be like, I don't like that dude. Just price him out. Oh, yeah. The annoyance tax is such a thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. You want a party? 5,000. <laughs> I do that with customs all the time. If someone orders a custom video and I find them annoying or I think their script is going to be obnoxious or like they're just too specific with their requests, I tax it, tax it, tax it. Like I'm going to charge how I feel about this. <laughs> You could do the same in a brothel. Yeah. I just, I still just don't like people. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't like people. Like, I can barely do avian. <laughs> I'm not even having sex with anyone. True, true. I'm just shaking their hands and taking pictures. <laughs> Ugh. 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 That's why I live in the middle of fucking nowhere. Because I don't like people. Like, I come down here to hang out at the bar and fucking, like, sit in the corner and read a book. Like, that's what I do. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why we didn't see each other at the bar till last night. Yeah, because I'm, like, hiding in a corner. So, oh, man. So I was there the other day, and I think someone was passing around bad drugs or something. Because it was just, like, I'm there all the time. And it was weird, weird energy. And there were, like, a bunch of people that I hadn't seen before that were just behaving really strange. Like, I think there was something methy going around. No, no. Like every time I'd be by myself somewhere, like if I'd walk off by myself, I'd get cornered by some weird jitsy dude trying to like talk a million miles a minute and demand that I show him my art. And like, I'm just like, I don't really want to talk to you and I don't owe you any conversation and I don't know you and I don't care about you. (laughs) Like You're really barking up the wrong bitch right now. So go away. Damn right. Speaking of your art, yeah. what do you have in the fucking gallery? So I have, um, right now I have five of my photos up in the gallery. I'm really excited. It's my first art show. It's my first art show. That's so awesome. <laughs> so what are the photos? Well, like what? Are- so there's two different sets of photos. The two on top are from an abandoned water park in the desert that I visited. That everyone drives by. In yeah, between yeah. everybody videos. always thinks about visiting it. And I actually was just like, fuck it. I'm going inside. There's no guard. There's no gate even. You can just drive up to it and walk around. Like, I don't know if you're supposed to do that. Who's going to stop you? Yeah, no one stopped me. There was some like weird crackhead lady with huge boobs that kind of wandered up on us. But she was minding her business. We were minding ours. So whatever. And yeah, so I got some really cool pictures of that. And I'm just kind of fascinated with the idea of this dried up water park in the desert. Like there's nothing around for miles. There's no hotels, no nothing. Like I, And I did some research and found out it had been a bunch of different kinds of water parks. And they tried to like reinvigorate it a bunch of times. And now they just use it for filming. Yeah, like it was a poorly thought out. It was a poorly thought out concept. Yeah. Like I'm going to put a water park that isn't even near an exit. Yeah. Like, if it were open, I would consider going, kind of like how people do with it now. Like, you'd consider going there, but you never actually do, because it's just kind of out of the way. Right. If they had built, like, what they should have done is, like, are you familiar with the Wisconsin Dells? No. So, like, the Wisconsin Dells is, like, up, like, center northern Wisconsin, and it's a giant tourist trap. But they have a bunch of indoor water parks in the middle of Wisconsin that, like, are, you know, built inside hotel, like, resorts. Oh, I think I've seen pictures of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what they should have done. They should have yeah. built a fucking exit and built like a crazy like hotel water park thing. Right. 
right. Like, because that's the other thing is usually if you're driving there, you're driving between Nevada and California and you're on your way somewhere and you're not going to just make a pit stop at a water park and get all wet and then continue on your road trip. Like, Right. If you're like, you're like, what you should do is like build in the hotel water park and yeah. have a gas station there that doesn't rape you yeah. because the only ones that don't rape you are in Baker. Yeah. Oh, Baker's great. I get the best sunglasses there. Because <laughs> otherwise, country store. every other gas station in between, like once you get out into the desert, just like, yeah. That's creepy. $6 a gallon. What up? Yeah. And like, there's a lot of really weird creepiness at a lot of these, like one gas station for like six months smelled like dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> like there's just some weird shit out there. Well, because they killed the original attendant, and they're just pretending, yeah. like they're just larping being like, an attendant. It's, it's one thing to smell like a dead body once, but to smell like a dead body for six months straight is a little weird. Like bury it or something. Get right? rid of it. Stop fucking it. Yeah, put it away. <laughs> right. There are only so many times you can fuck a dead body. <laughs> and it just so I've been told. Apart. So I've been told. Allegedly, there are only so many times you can fuck a dead body. <laughs> You can at me if you know the answer to that. And you get that weird disease from, I forget what it's, Kuru is when you eat it. But right, you got it. And that's only when you eat the one, brain. There's another one if you just like handle dead bodies too much, you can get some weird like, it starts off as like a rash. Is that a thing? It's a thing. I got to Google this. I only know about this because there was a story of this girl that like hooked up with some dude off of Tinder and she like got this weird rash and went to the doctor about it and it was a big thing because it's a disease you can only get from dead bodies and they actually caught a serial killer this way the dude turns out the dude was a serial killer and he like fucked this girl and didn't kill her and they knew who had the dead body disease well we're going to wikipedia <laughs> we're going to wikipedia on this one okay so health risk from death from dead bodies if we're following along with my googling at home <laughs> the first entry is false risks According to health professionals, the fear of spread of diseases by bodies killed by trauma rather than disease is not justified. Hmm. Among others, Steve Rotman, director of UCLA Center for Public Health and Disasters. I can read. Sorry, been drinking, sleep deprived. <laughs> Words are kind of moving at the moment. Said that there's no scientific evidence exists that bodies of disaster victims increase the risk of epidemics and that cadavers pose less risk of contagion than living people. So those people whose hands you're shaking at AVN are more likely to get you sick than dead bodies. Yeah. I think, well, I think what it was is he was fucking the dead bodies. Hold on. I'm looking at real risks. Yeah. Okay. Contamination of water supplies by unburied bodies, burial sites, and temporary storage sites may result in the spread of gastrotetinitis from normal intestinal contents. But there is absolutely nothing here about rashes from... Hmm. So now I gotta find this article because it was like a legit news outlet that was reporting this. Well, there's a Snopes article also that says romantic encounter with necrophilia cannibal is false. Oh. If, God damn it. <laughs> they caught me. On June 2010, the, the one... Malta Independent reported a gruesome tale which had been recently sweeping that island. The one that I read, it wasn't her boyfriend, though. It was like a random hookup. Oh, well, I'm sure there's variations on it. That's true. But uh, according to... I hate when the internet tricks me, because I'm usually pretty good at figuring out what's nonsense. Well, <laughs> I'm happy to have enlightened you. Thanks. 
You're so welcome. You, you don't catch anything from fucking dead bodies, apparently. Unless they died of like some Something other. You can catch. Right. Because <laughs> there was in the, like, the article on the Wikipedia that. But there's no like specific dead body fucking disease. Right. Like it's like this flu epidemic of 1918. Like people were catching the flu from the corpses. Shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Hmm. So how long dead can a corpse be before you can be safely fucking and not catch HIV? <laughs> I don't know. Why are you kink shaming? (laughs) Now everybody's going to think I fuck dead people. I already drive a hearse. (laughs) Wait, you don't fuck dead people? No. Interview over. (laughs) Show's over. This is never airing. I fuck them until they die. And then. So, how many men have you killed with your vagina, young lady? Enough. (laughs) Enough. Is one enough? Two? Ten? Enough. (laughs) <laughs> Population of a small city. Did you like? Are you and Chaz the only people living in that town now? Did you fuck everyone else to death? Oh, that'd be a weird horror movie. <laughs> Holy shit! That's your next horror porn. You know, I I was thinking about writing a horror movie script based on the town and. I was trying to decide whether my monster was going to be zombies, vampires, or ritualistic cannibals. Now it's your vagina. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. Maybe there's just like some really slutty, trashy lady that like... Fucks everyone to death. Yeah. She's like the literal Black Widow. I smell AVNs. I'm going to write this. It's going to happen. Well, if and we're need- going to be sitting at a screening and I'm going to be like, I told you. <laughs> hey, if you need an AVN nominated best non-sex performer right Woo-hoo! here, right here, <laughs> I'll lay down them acting chops. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, so I've been branching out into more mainstream stuff lately and kind of like, there's just dabbling in non-porn. Awesome. What have you been doing? Um, so recent, most recently, I was in Evil Bong Seven. That's seven, a thing. Seven, seven. It was the Vegas edition. That's a fucking thing. It was so good. It's on Netflix. <laughs> I played a like weed demon. Daisy Ducati, weed demon. <laughs> Hold on. It was really funny, and it was one of those movies that was so like awesomely bad that. I actually went to the screening with the director and part of the cast and people were still talking about how bad it was, but it was, it was really fun project. What was the name again? Sorry. Evil bong seven, seven, seven. Oh, it's not on IMDb. That's not true. Well, if you look me up on IMDb, it comes up on mine. Weird. I just tried looking you up on IMDb and you did not show up either. Oh, there we go. And if I Google it, it shows up on IMDb. Weird. They're really weird about like... I think a lot of adult stuff gets filtered out of some of the regular searches. I mean, the only reason I show is because I have a mainstream credit. Yeah. There's yours. Okay. I've been trying to like rearrange my IMDb to make it less filthy. (laughs) And take some of the titles to put put them to the side. Well, you have 56, you know, actress credits. (laughs) <laughs> One of them is not porn. <laughs> yep, you are known for Evil Bong 777. The unbearable lightness. Of boning. Of boning, yes. And Ask a Porn Star. woo 
So those are all not porn. Yeah, yeah, because I rearranged my IMDb. Like I got IMDb Pro. Me too. I've been responding to like castings and trying to rearrange it to make it look less porny. <laughs> hey, you got a lot more credits than I do. I'm trying, man. And I was in a couple of music videos too, but those don't get credited there. Yeah, I know it's a bummer. This one music, the latest music video I was in, I was really excited about it, but then like. I was so in the background that I didn't bother, like, telling the internet about it. I mean, this is so fucked. Like, look at this. Like, don't pop up. It's weird. So, like, I wonder when I respond to casting notices on IMDb if it even gets to the people. (laughs) Yeah. Like, obviously, you're there. Yeah. That's so... Like, why are you hating IMDb? Like, I'm I'm scared that I don't show up anymore. Aww. Oop. It looks like I don't show anymore. That sucks. So they have to like search you through Google to find it. Yeah, like. I wonder if there's a setting you can change. No, it's IMDb being a piece of shit. Like, you search my name and like my IMDb is the first thing that shows up. Like, what I don't understand is if they want to filter out the porn stuff, like don't let porn be on IMDb. Right. <laughs> like, they don't have to let porn be on there. And it, like, if you don't want adult stuff on there, that's fine. But like, don't filter people out because they have been associated with adult stuff. And the shitty part is not, like, I have an IMDb pro account. Like, yeah, me too. It's bullshit. <laughs> you know? IMDb, you need to fix this. I'm calling you out. IMDb. Let us be professionals. <laughs> right? It's bullshit. It's absolute fucking bullshit. It is. And it's, it's even more bullshit when you give them money and they still don't want to show you to people. <gasps> All right, internet. We need your help. Because right? I know how search algorithms work. <laughs> so if a bunch of you go on IMDb and search for us and you just keep doing it, maybe we'll start popping up. Or just keep Googling us. That helps, too. Just do it over and over and over and over again. I'm curious if I search you on Pro, what happens? It probably comes up. So, yeah, if I search you on Pro, you come up. Yeah. Your star meter is 54,000 at the moment. Is that good? uh, Probably a lot better than mine. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, my star meter is, hey, 177,000. Woohoo! Still not shabby for being me. <laughs> you gotta do more porn. <laughs> People need to cast me in more non sex roles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's just what it is. Like, and those are the most fun. Like, I have a fucking ball when I get to do non sex porn stuff and I just get to be the weirdo. <laughs> like, most recently, I did a thing for, or I, I did the Dragon Ball Z thing for Wood Rocket. <laughs> I got to dress up as Piccolo and not have sex. <laughs> That's kind of fucked up that they put you in that much makeup and you didn't get to bang. But see, I like it though. Like I, ha- I specifically told them if they ever need someone for heavy effects stuff, like pick me because I'm I love it. I love it. Like I used to demo model for effects makeup at Cryolan, their classes in San Francisco, and. So for the audience at home that may not know, what is that? Cryolan is like one of the major effects makeup companies in the world. And uh, they do a lot of like theater makeup, but they 
they only have a couple of locations in the world. Most of their stuff's online. I think they're based in Germany, but they have a location in San Francisco. And like one of the things that I used to do for fun was just demo model for their classes. So the teacher would use me as the face that he would do the makeup on and teach the class. And so instead of taking a $1,500 effects class, I'd get paid in makeup. And like I, I could pick anything I wanted out of the store. And I'd get to take the class and learn how to do all the stuff and wear the makeup. And so it was it was a cool experience. And oh, you definitely got to do a horror porn now. Yeah, dude. Oh, so one of my fans sent me a bunch of effects makeup to practice with. And I made this like gnarly slash wound on my arm. Like I slit my wrist. And, uh, and it, it was like a really basic, like I used a paper towel and some glue and some like paint and blood. And I did it in like 15 minutes and I took a picture of it and sent it to Tom Savini. <laughs> who's like my idol. And like, I bother him on the internet all the time. It's really funny. I'm way creepier than my fans too. And so I send Tom Savini my slit wrist and I'm like, how'd I do? And he liked it. Awesome. He sent me a little heart. Oh, that's awesome. I was so, I literally squealed when I saw it. And then I realized how creepy that actually is that I did that. He's probably used to it. I'm sure. I'm sure. And like, that's why I can't get mad at my fans when they do weird, creepy shit. Cause I'm worse. Like when I'm a fan of somebody, I'm way worse than my fans. I don't know. You're not like sending actual bodily fluids. Yeah. I, I don't jizz on anything and send it to them. And I don't like try to show up where they are. I just like politely try to strike up conversations in really weird ways. <laughs> like slitting my wrist for them. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's speaking of the wood rocket guys. That is one of the things I miss about Vegas. I love those guys. Yeah. Yeah. They're so much fun to work with. And uh, Tom Devlin does the effects there. And he, I haven't been to his monster museum in Vegas yet, but he does some really cool work and he's like fucking awesome to work with. I know he like teaches some stuff and I've had a ball. Like I, like I said, I tell them anytime they need effects stuff, like call me. Cause I know a lot of people don't like it and I love it. I love getting into a weird character. <laughs> I love it so much. I totally see that. I totally see that. Like, <laughs> like, for me, porn is all about, like, let's see how weird I can get. Let's see just how far down this rabbit hole of weirdness. Like, it's the same that started at the Lusty Lady with the Barbie heads and the pencils and all of it. And I just want to see how weird it can get. You know what you should do as part of your horror porn? What? Recreate the Barbie heads. Hmm. <sighs> It was so gross. It was so gross and unsanitary. Well, do it sanitary. I mean, don't... Like, I I would probably have to fake it because I could not make anyone shove Barbie heads up their ass. I'm sure you won't have to make someone. Just ask. Just ask. <laughs> I know the type. <laughs> Come on. We know a couple people will be like, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might be a lady who does it, but... I'll get Marcelo to do it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See? Like, took less than 30 seconds. Like, who could I... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, got someone. Less than thirty I've seconds. Seen him staple his scrotum over his dick before. <laughs> he tucked it away. Some people are better than me. Not my life. Nah, no, no. I. I think I would, he did that one for free. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> like that's why I've never even considered having a dick piercing. Like no, nah, no, nah, <laughs> no, no. There, nothing metal 
needs to like nothing metal and sharp needs to come anywhere near my penis. Yeah. Like I'll put a steel cup on. That's yeah. the closest metal that's gonna come near my dick. Yeah. I I've thought about getting my clit pierced and I just nope. Like uh, it it'd probably heal real quick and be fine, but like just no. Mm mm. I would check a lot of Yelp reviews before I did that. Like that's one of those. Yeah, things yeah. I have they, specific piercers I talk to. <laughs> like no, 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 no. Yeah, it's one of those things where they fuck it up. Ooh, yeah, could fuck up your sex life no, for life. Like I only speak to specific piercers. But uh, actually, speaking of weird piercings, um, a while ago, maybe about six months ago, maybe a year ago, I got a magnet implanted into my belly button. <laughs> um and it's really fucking cool do you know uh cupcakes and claire yeah so we we met up at avian and she touched her magnet to my magnet and it felt all weird <laughs> we squealed <laughs> so i think that uh so that the idea behind getting a magnet is that one it's a weird bar trick you can pick up bottle caps with your belly button <laughs> Also, the way that the nerves heal around it is you can feel electromagnetic fields and you can feel like sensations related to the magnet. And I think hers might have stronger sensations because it's in her hand. Like there's just more nerve endings in your finger than in your belly button. Well, she's like right here in the webbing. Yeah, that's right. And so I think the hand ones definitely have more sensation. But for me, when I get around certain things, I get like butterflies in my tummy because it's connected to those kinds of nerves. And it's it like tickles. It's really funny. Like if I put another magnet to it or like strong electronics like speakers and stuff. And there was one time I was driving through a solar array where they were harvesting solar energy. And I drove right through the middle of it. And it was the weirdest feeling in my stomach. It was so cool. It was so cool. That that's a lot. That is wild. <laughs> so what you got to do is get Chaz to get one in his belly button in an opposite pole. We can touch him. Yeah, like when you're mi- tummies. when you're a missionary. <laughs> like get the butterflies while you're a missionary. Like so they're developed. I talked to this dude that um, his name's Timothy. He's involved in a bunch of like biohacking projects, and. I've been talking to him about some of the new stuff that they're working on. And I guess someone is developing a technology that connects to a magnet in a woman's clit where you can kind of make it vibrate or like pulse in certain ways and like control pulsations just from being in the vicinity. That is going to be some weird Dom sub play right there. Dude. I can't wait until especially if it's all like Bluetooth enabled, like or Wi-Fi enabled. Like, oh, you're on the hotspot. Come now, bitch. And they have they have one that's already available that uh, you can implant a magnet into a part of your ear that connects to like this necklace device that basically operates as a speaker inside your ear, so you don't have to wear headphones. (laughs) You can actually play music that plays inside of your ears, and it like connects from the device to the magnet. And it works like a speaker. Uh, I'm c- conflicted if I want that in my head. Because <laughs> think about like think about if someone figures out how to torture you with that, like just start playing something you don't want to hear. That's true. You have no way to stop that. That's a really good point. <laughs> yeah, like 
all's fun and game until someone hacks it. That's why it's in my belly button. What, right. Because I mean, the belly button seemed like the least annoying place to have it. Like, if anything weird happened, I could take it out real easily. Like, it, if I didn't like the sensation, it wouldn't be a big deal because it's in my stomach. Right, right. But like, it's, I, I thought the hand would be too annoying because I, like, touch electronics all the time. And, like, if it's constantly tingling, that would drive me nuts. Cupcake told an interesting story because, like, Cupcake, besides what she does in the biz, works in IT. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. And she's like... Yeah, when sometimes customers annoy me, I'll just put their MacBooks to sleep. I mean, magnet. Oh, that's great. I got to try that. <laughs> Belly up to just the fucking... <laughs> rub my tummy all over their computer. <laughs> oh, man. Her way's a little more subtle. Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> just plop my belly on it. <laughs> I mean, depending on who the dude is, you're like, oh, yeah, what the, what? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) But yeah, I'm fascinated with it. And I I probably will eventually get one in my hand now that I know what I'm getting myself into. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Like, piercings in that kind of body mod has never been my jam, but I totally dig that other people are into it. See, I am just absolutely infatuated with unusual body mods like I, I yeah i got my nose pierced whatever but like i want to i want to find the things that nobody else even knows exists and like so the thing about the magnet is like nobody knows that i have it and it's not like a conspicuous like freak show sort of thing right but the problem is one day it may become popular and then you got to be like i did it first i'm a hipster yeah yeah I mean, that, that happened with Chaz and his tongue. Like, Chaz, so Chaz has his tongue split, and he was one of the first people in the country to get it. He was, like, 15, and he was apprenticing at a, at a body mod place, and they were like, well, you don't have any tattoos or anything, so you got to do something weird so people will trust you because nobody's going to let you pierce or tattoo them if you have nothing. I agree. And uh, so they, they gave him the ultimatum, and they were like, either get your tongue split or your dick split. Which one is it? Dick splitting's a thing? Oh, man. Are you going to look up pictures? (laughs) Dick splitting's totally a thing. You know when you cut a hot dog in half and put it in the microwave? It does that weird thing. (laughs) They do that to people's penises. Okay, well, I'm... People pay money to do that to their penises. That image does not come up when I... A lot of tongue splitting (laughs) comes up when I googled dick splitting body mod. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of tongue splitting there's not a whole lot of people that have decided to pay money to do that but it is a thing oh wait a minute there's a uh i think i actually know somebody that has it i just haven't seen it because i don't care to see his wiener uh, oh god damn <laughs> wait let me see <laughs> so penile sub incision comes up on wikipedia and there is a picture that makes my urethra look <laughs> absolutely tiny there's been a lot of dick torture today yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you give me booze. <laughs> give Daisy booze, dick torture happens. CBT all around. <laughs> yeah, the, there's a whole lot of cultural traditions that I'm, I'm not going to read about this because that, that image. That, you that, can never unsee it. Oh, I can definitely unsee it. <laughs> Alcohol causes blackouts in enough. <laughs> and then you'll wake up to a dream of getting your dick split. <laughs> Basically, what's going to happen is you're going to walk out the door and I'm going to finish the rest of this bottle to unsee that. (laughs) 
Like the only reason this conversation happened is when I played back. Like, oh, Daisy was on last night. <laughs> yeah. So Chaz decided not to have his wiener split. Thankfully. Uh, and I appreciate that decision. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I probably still would have tried it. I don't know. That dick we just saw but, just screams UTI to me. Yeah. You got to have extra hygiene when there's extra crevices. And- yeah. Like that is how you get all the hiv. <sighs> like it, it's but, hard yeah. for a heterosexual male to get HIV. We all know this, right? Yeah. That guy, that guy gets all the AIDS. This dick's like an open wound. I mean, I guess the skin heals or whatever. But, mm. like, that guy's got to pee like a super soaker. Just, yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, how? How do you, like, I, I dated a guy with a bunch of piercings in his wiener once, and it was really awkward. Like, I had to go watch him pee one time because it was just so funny. <laughs> it so was do so tell. Funny. Do tell. Like, so he had a, uh, he, I think he used to have a PA. And he took it out, so the hole was still there. And then he had a frenum, which is like the skin under the head. And then uh, he also had like a bunch of pearls on top that were like implanted. Ribbed for her pleasure? It was was a lot going on. (laughs) And he peed weird. (laughs) So like, what is it, like a fountain? Like how did... It just kind of like sprayed in like a couple different directions. And he had to kind of aim it weird. And it was really funny. I mean... When I wake up with morning wood and like I've had a hard night drinking, I pee weird. But that's yeah. a whole other level. Just imagine there's like extra holes. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I do not want to imagine any extra holes. Like no extra holes. No, <laughs> no extra holes. I am happy with the holes that you know genetics has given me. Stretchy extra holes. Just no shoving rebar and pencils in there. No, no, <laughs> beans. No. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> Whatever you can find lying around the house. <laughs> the holes I got are good. I mean, I'm I'm a little self-conscious about the size of my urethra, but... Gotta stretch it. Actually, I don't because <laughs> I ain't trying to have kids. So if like a narrow urethra means I don't fucking <laughs> knock anybody up, coolsies. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to have sex on film, so I'm not trying to shoot ropes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more than happy to come like a puddle on someone's oh, back. Oh, man. I found out that they make supplements that are supposedly like make you have more whiter jizz. Well, and it's like a specific supplement just to make your jizz more porny. I've heard <laughs> that zinc is the, the answer to do that. That's what I've heard, too. But there's like actually a marketed like specific pill that is to make you have more and whiter jizz. <laughs> I'm going to hard pass on that for some time because supplements are highly unregulated. Mm-hmm. And like, so the way I found this out is we have a friend that was all about like boner pill technology. And the one thing that I can say about Chaz is he has no boner problems ever. Like, I, it's impressive. <laughs> Like well, good I've, on him. I've sure. dated some men in my day, and like I've never seen so few boner problems. Like never under like he could be shit faced, sloppy, falling on the floor, drunk, and his dick is fine. It's well, impressive. Good on him. I mean, and so like our friend was all about teaching him about all this boner pill stuff because Chaz shot a couple of porns just for fun, and 
our friend was like, oh, you're going to shoot. You're going to need all this shit. And he pulls out like a whole pharmacy of like different kinds of boner pills. And I'm like, no, dude, you're going to give him a heart attack. Like, what are you doing? He doesn't need that. Like, he can get a boner for an ugly girl. He'll be fine. (laughs) It was just this whole like weird interaction where we realized that our friend was secretly insecure that his dick didn't work. And the problem is some of those supplements are probably making it so his dick won't work in the future. Exactly. And I'm like, you're going to die. Like, you're going to die from all this. This is not healthy. Or if you don't die, your dick's not going to work and then you're going to wish you were dead. Exactly. nothing sounds worse in life to me than being alive, horny, and my dick just not working. Right. Like, fuck, that suck. <laughs> I mean, they have fixes. Yeah, but I'm saying like, if short of like... The paraplegic injection, which I can never remember. No, they have this thing now that's like, it's like the best kept secret. And I know some big industry names, old guys, that have it. It's pretty much like a device they surgically implant. Oh, like the Reebok pump in your dick? The, the, yeah, the button. Yeah, it's the Reebok. Yeah. Are you, oh, you're probably not old enough to remember Reebok pumps. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. But it's like <laughs> I'm a Reebok. older than people think I am. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't card you on the way in. <laughs> I'm legal. I know. <laughs> we have drank for a number of years. Like, I know someone I did you to do porn, and we've been drinking long enough that <laughs> if someone I did you to legally do porn, you have to be legal to drink we've, by now. We've been in enough bars together. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, by pure math, you have to be 18 to do porn. They're religious about carding for that. We've been drinking in enough bars for enough years. We're yeah. like, you have to at least be 22. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown-up. That's all the internet needs to know. I am not, but you will not see my dick on film. <laughs> you might see my dick on film. <laughs> Shit's going to get wild with that makeup. Oh, man. You know what's really great? So I shot a bunch of scenes for Futanaria. I don't know if you know Cindy, but she is fantastic. I do not. Oh, man. You need to talk to Cindy. <laughs> Set it up. You guys need to hang out. She's fucking great. She's one of my favorite people in the industry. Set it up. She shoots the weirdest porn ever. Like, if I'm saying it's weird, it's pretty fucking weird. And she, like, gets off on just making it as weird as possible. And one of her sites is called Futinaria, which is, like, the big dick squirting gallons of cum. And she, like, custom makes these dicks to match skin tone and like they're custom to the performer so it really looks like it's your dick except it's like three feet long and shoots eight gallons of cum that happens to be aromatherapy scented and warm for your comfort that's weird (laughs) that's a that's a lot of weird it smelled like lavender and lemongrass when i came all over my face like it was you shot a load in your own face yeah i haven't done that since i was a teenager and it, it wasn't like a load it was like eight gallons of a load i mean that's a load It's a big load. It's an elephant load, but it's a load. And I can't tell you how many of my fans have hit me up after seeing that shoot and like asked me what happened to my dick. And they're like, was that real? Where'd your dick go? Did you cut it off? You're tucking (laughs) it really well. And I'm like, dude, come on, man. Just use google in common sense like i've had a pussy the whole time guys <laughs> common sense is not common come on <laughs> oh man because there so are people funny. out there that believe everything they see on the internet and people like get mad at me because they think i cut my dick off <laughs> that's right 
you cut your three foot dick off and you mounted it on your wall. Because <laughs> if I had a three foot dick that they cut off, seriously, if I had a three foot dick, I'd have to have them cut it off because no real woman wants a three foot dick. One time I was camming and this guy, there was clearly like, a, I don't know what his native language was, but there was clearly a language barrier. And he was like trying to impress me by saying that he had a 24 inch penis. And I was like, do you trip over it when you walk? Because that sounds uncomfortable. Dude, you're claiming your dick is as big as Hulk Hogan's arms. I, I don't want a 24-inch penis. I don't know what I would do with that. I'd laugh at it and point. <laughs> I mean, most most real-life women don't want an 8-inch penis. No. Like, I, 8 inches is good. Eight inches is good, but twenty-four inches is absurd. Like that. Well, obviously, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna fuck myself with my whole arm every day. Hulk Hogan has twenty-four inch pythons. Yeah, you are fucking someone with Hulk Hogan's arm. No, no. Back to the peep show. I actually remember one of my regulars. It's Hulk Hogan. No, I oh. wish that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Showing Barbie heads up his ass. <laughs> oh yeah, brother. <laughs> Watch me shove these Barbie heads. <laughs> what are you going to do when Hulk Hogan goes ra- runs wild on you? <laughs> that was the worst Hulk Hogan impression ever. Oh, but-, but the best mental image. The best. <laughs> but there was this one guy that would come in like maybe once a week. And he was this like really nice, polite guy. And he was pretty young. He was like maybe 22 and he was like a reasonable looking guy, like normal looking guy. And he was like skinny, maybe Latino or maybe Filipino. I'm not sure. And we would, so at the Lusty Lady, we had a private booth, which was like, it was just like the stage, except it was just one-on-one. So there was, there was still glass between you and the customer, but it was a one-on-one glass situation. And there you could do like private sex shows and whatever. So I would have dildos and it was like camming, but in real life. They still couldn't touch you, and there was still glass, but everything, whatever, could happen. And uh, this dude would always get a private show, and it was great. And he had the biggest fucking dick I'd ever seen. Like, to this day, the biggest dick I've ever seen. (laughs) And, like, it was scary. And I'm thoroughly convinced that he would come get these private shows because he couldn't fuck girls. Like, it was just so absurdly large. Like, he was maybe about my height, and his dick would come up to, like, the middle of his chest. It was absurd. And, like, he just had, like, ah. It was at least, like, 13 or 14 inches. Like, it was huge. And I just, I, like, I was so fascinated by this man's giant penis that, like, probably can't have regular sex. That sucks. Yeah. And he was really nice. See, and that's why like, I don't get when dudes are all like super crazy about like, oh my God, you know, coming about their big dick. It's like, no. no, dude, if it's too big, no one's going to want to put it inside them. And I've had really great sex with girls also. <laughs> like, I've had really great sex with girls. Like you don't even have to have a dick. You just have to be good at something. <laughs> right, right. No, as I said, uh, I'm super happy that I haven't. About an average size penis. Like, yeah. Never had any complaints, at least not to my face. Yeah. I mean, but I'm you sure. Just, you just have to be good at sex. Like, it actually, sex requires skill. It's not just the equipment. It requires skill. 
Oh, and yeah. like b- back to the miniature Feruza bulk that I fucked. <laughs> like she was hot as fuck and everything looked great and smelled great. Awesome. But d- there was no skill. <laughs> well, that that's a stereotype with a lot of attractive women. They're like, so many people desire to have sex with me. I don't have to work for it. Yeah. This is why you fuck ugly people. Ugly people want to be there. <laughs> they're going to work for it. They're going to work for it because they want repeat business. <laughs> Man, <laughs> well, I mean, ugly people are are like Vespas. They're fun to ride. You just don't want your friends to see you on them. <laughs> like my friend fishing in the toilet. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> he needs to learn to find Vespas out of town. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, I've definitely had some. As I said, I've had some sex with some people I'm not super proud about. Yeah. Like, we all we've all done it, but like one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Anyone's been like, yeah, I am proud of every person who I've had sex with is a fucking liar. <laughs> Sometimes true. animal nature just gets the best of you, and you're like, man, I fucked up. And you wake up in the morning, you're like, I shouldn't have done that. No, there's a really funny um, that so there's this parody song that you have to listen to. It's like a gay parody of that song uh what's so the parody is called won't you please go home (laughs) i don't know if you can listen to it now but it's hilarious it's like basically about when you have those like weird fucking one night stands and you're like all right we're done it's uh, sam smith stay with me parody please go home yeah that and it the video without clicking on it has two men standing over a bed (laughs) the song is hilarious and he has it like to a t just like the original song but it's just like please just go home just go home (laughs) the minute we get off air i'm gonna hit play yeah it's oh man it's so good and i like i can't listen to the original song without hearing that in my head and i just laugh every time like there's there's certain songs that are just completely ruined for me like um uh ain't talking about love that song yeah Every time I hear it, because I am dating Chaz and he's fucking hilarious, now all I hear is eat chunky butt love. (laughs) (laughs) Eat chunky butt love. (laughs) And you'll hear it too. Oh, God. Yeah, no. Eat chunky butt love. (laughs) Oh, that's that's horrible. (laughs) It's infectious. It is infectious. But hey, Daisy Ducati, it is about that time. His last call. Woo-hoo. So we're in the audience for a minute. Oh, we've been talking for over two hours. Good lord! <laughs> and if we didn't have like you know show standards, quote unquote, on this <laughs> we motherfucker, could talk for days. we'd keep going. Like it'd be like, oh, world's longest podcast. Woo! You should just do like a marathon where you have a bunch of people over and it's like a party and you just interview people throughout the night. And you just see how long you can go, and everybody's just wearing a microphone. That sounds like my editing nightmare. You no, know, you just post the whole thing. It, believe me, I, I we did a show at AVN two years ago with six people on mic. Yeah. And passing the mic around the room, and it was a yeah. fucking nightmare. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, it turned out pretty well, but it was a fucking nightmare and then you to start edit. Pouring booze into the mix. <laughs> me, alcohol, never, never. <laughs> I'm allergic to the stuff. <laughs> I'm straight edge. 
Hail to the X, you baby. Know, I was fucking straight edge until college. I'm sorry. And like, I didn't smoke weed until I was like 22. So what brought, <laughs> what, what changed that around before we get off air? College. Just college? Just college. Being in college. Like, it's really hard to be sober in college. <laughs> well, no. Never went a day in my life. Yeah. I, mean, I partied I on a lot of campuses. Went way too long. And I, I got the goddamn degree. <laughs> it just took me fucking eight years to get it. But I got it. Good for you, Van Wilder. Thanks. I'm proud. Not that I really need it, but... Right? <laughs> just I threw just some money away. Fucked on a student debt and learned how to drink, but... Hey, there's nothing wrong with learning how to drink. At least now I know how to drink. Because I know some adults that are older than me that just recently started drinking. And I've had to, like, unload some college wisdom on them. <laughs> like, you can't drink everything in one night. Pick one. Stick to it. Don't put sugar in it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. That's why I'm drinking this straight. Like, I don't... It doesn't need anything. Nope. That's why, you know... You can have some soda on the side to sip here. I'm having some frozen croutons, and that's about it. <laughs> so. Anyway. We're going to wrap this motherfucker up. Where can we find you on the social medias and the OnlyFans and all that fun shit? Yes, so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Daisy Ducati. I actually stopped posting on OnlyFans because I had too many problems, but you can find me on IWantFanClub.com, and you can find my fan club there. You can also find my art, and you can buy it, at the Door Gallery in Hollywood, directly adjacent to the Burgundy Room. Where you may see me at the bar drunk. You might see me there drunk, and I'll tell you all about Lonnie Hammergren and his weird house. And yeah, so find me on the internet, or you can go to daisyducati.com. Order customs there? Yeah, order all the custom videos. <laughs> all of them. And call me on Night Flirt. We'll talk about shoving cupcakes up your butt. And we won't make too much fun of you on the next episode. <laughs> Too much. Or maybe I'll make extra fun of you. If that's your thing. Yeah. And as always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook. You can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter, And Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. Uh, fuck. Follow us. Follow us. Internet us. And until the next time, dear friends. May your hangovers be mild <laughs> and your whiskey be strong. Woo! I think that's the new sign off. I've been working on it. Let me know. Drink up, motherfuckers. <laughs> Actually, I think Daisy just nailed it on the fucking head. Drink up, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers.